and welcome back to XP Waste, where I bought a Twisted Bow, and then I bought Baldur's Gate. So I got a 1.3 bill dusty placeholder for the last four days. Hi, I'm Oxy. And I'm Michael. If this is your first time listening to XP Waste, thank you so much for tuning in. We are a RuneScape podcast that could go old school or RS3 sometimes, maybe less, more so old school. I was going to say, what? Don't Just a little bit like of RuneScape 3. <laughs> Sometimes. Like once a, once in a blue moon. say RS3 like once every other episode. Once, Don't do that. Once in a blue moon in, we do talk about RS3. Uh, but neither of us play, so like, good luck with following along. Um, if you're not new around here, uh, I also have Boulder's Gate 3, and I started it today. And um, we're not a Boulder's Gate 3 podcast, so we're not going to get too much into it. But um, it is a very good game. It kind of plays like RuneScape, and it's D&D. So, two of my favorite things in the whole world. So, thank you, Oxy, for buying it for me. I appreciate that. I was really on the fence about getting it, and, like, I was going to pull the trigger uh, at Payday. It's like, ah, he bought it for me. I love this, man. Thank you so much. I just knew you weren't going to buy it. <laughs> like, I started playing the game, and I had two absolute truths I knew in the moment. I'm like, Michael needs this game. Michael is not going to buy this game because <laughs> Michael hates spending money. I do. So there's no way Michael's ever going to buy this game. <laughs> uh, so I was like, I don't hate spending money and got paid. So I'll, I'll hook a brother up. You're an absolute king. And uh, I know I'm pretty great. It's it's so much fun. Just like the 30 minutes that I actually played the story. I took about. I didn't take you like as, for 30 minutes. Huh? Yeah. So like. I got on at probably, like, I started the game at probably, like, 12, 15, 12, 30. And then by, like, 1 or 2, I was still making my character. It, I was going, I was like... It took you an hour and a half to make a character? Yeah, I was just trying to go through all the options and, like, brother, really tweaking it. And then I had to make my companion character. That didn't take that nearly as like long. That took me, like, 40 seconds. Yeah, it didn't take nearly as long, but... Um, I just wish they. I I really wish they had more tattoo options. Like I want a full sleeve, and I don't know if you can like find a tattoo artist in the actual game, like outside of the character creation. Um, if there's like a tattoo parlor you can go to and get tatted up, but I've seen like gameplay screenshots of characters in cutscenes with tattoos, and I don't. Maybe they're NPCs. Who knows? But I want more tattoos. And I'm just going to have to figure out if I can do that. But it's a very fun game. Yeah, so it took me a while to create my character. And then getting into the game, um, I was just running around, like, examining everything. <laughs> just <laughs> took me a very long time to progress outside of the first major part. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody, but I landed on somewhere outside of something. If you, if you played Boulder Gate, you, you know what I'm talking about. But, yeah, we're a RuneScape podcast, and I'm... Mining at Motherload Mine, which is amazing. Because I can actually mother, I can do Motherload Mine and play Boulder's Gate 3. Life is good. Life is good. <laughs> Why are you giving me that look for? What does that mean? You, you have arguably the most enjoyable video game either one of us have played in the last two years. And you're like, hey, you know what I'm going to do? Keep sitting at Motherload Mine mm-hmm. while I play this fun game. Yeah. I love the both Jordan. of them. Stop it. Get some help. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, 
your hate for mining is just it's palpable it's terrible it's a terrible skill palpable. it needs it needs uh I'm something act- i'm actually enjoying it like well, I i'm glad didn't really enjoy it that much on my main account because it felt like an obligation whereas this feels like a progression towards a goal and you know i love goals you love you know i love watching little numbers go up and so every ore that i mine is inching me closer to the ultimate ore which is amethyst which we'll desperately need at some point on our accounts but it like this is probably the most afk thing that i think is going to progress the account I could fish, obviously. I could catch a lot of Karambwans, but like that really is just to serve the purpose of getting 99 cooking. Yes, food is great, but like I already have thousands of Karambwans and I don't really see myself going through them all that quickly. Uh, I could do Hunter. Yes, Hunter is amazing, but at some point, like after you do Farm Runs, Herbivore, sorry, Herb Runs, Farm runs, herb runs, PVM, herbs, you get herbs. Um, anyway, yeah, mining. Somebody asked, isn't progression, <laughs> isn't progression towards the goal just an obligation? I don't know. I haven't thought about that too deeply. Um, I just like mining. And right now it's, it's something that I can do on my iPad, while I'm working, while I'm playing Baldur's Gate. All fun things. 88 mining, by the way. 88, and I'm 200k till 89. <clears throat> and then... Oh! So, I was gone last week. I'm back. Hello. Spire was amazing, by the way. Thank you, Spire, for taking uh, my spot for the week. You did amazing. Um, and while I was gone, uh, I was killing Calvari- Cal- Calvarion. Calvarion? Is that... Is Calvarion. It Calvarion. It's just, yeah. Uh, I was killing Calvarion, and I'm at like 34 KC. So I think, I've talked about the deep pick uh, conundrum that I'm in and wanting to go through Volcanic Mine, but I think think it's going to come through Mobility Boss. I really do. Um, Not that I'm against Volcanic Mine, but just doing the math and like the drop rate is just terrible from there. Um, ore packs are way too expensive and uh, it comes broken so then I have a broken dragon pickaxe that I just spent hours and hours and hours you know grinding for it comes broken and then I have to go and somehow make two point something mil like I think it's like 2.2 mil or something so if I can just do it for mobility boss then let's do it Um, and Dead Man Moan is right now. That just makes the grind all that much easier because not to say that like every single PK in the game is is in Dead Man mode, but like the wilderness is significantly more dead during PK events. Like PvP events, sorry. Uh so it is the perfect time if you haven't done your wildy altar bones or you wanted to go get a dragon pickaxe. Now's the time to be in the wilderness, folks. Because uh, it's pretty dead, from what I've heard. So yeah, 34 KC. I've only been killed once. It's pretty. It's pretty nice. Pretty nice. Like, it's dropping me supplies, which is great. Like, 
you get the occasional dark crabs or blighted crombwans, but like the the super restore drops, they almost replace like prayer potions for me entirely because I use like maybe one uh one prayer potion. Like I use one potion for like three or four kills. It's pretty great. It's pretty good. Have you killed Calvarion a lot? Calvarion mm-hmm. is uh let me see. Just want to double check. Cool. Calvarion is the only boss I am not ranked in the high scores on oh. on my main account. Um I just never saw an interest because when they first came out, everyone was doing Calvarion because Vedion, especially compared to old Vedion, I think Vedion is the easiest of yes. the new reworks to do. Yes. Um, so everyone was doing Calvarion. Everyone was getting killed at Calvarion. Mm. And now Calvarion is just easy to... I would I would imagine it's easy enough where I don't find it fun. Like we were, I was talking with my bingo team a couple weeks ago and you can... Like if if everything lines up perfectly, you have to bring way more risk than you should. You can like two shot Calvarion, like com- like completely f- kill it before the dogs come out. Mm-hmm. Like you just hit it hard enough that you just wipe it out or whatever. Um, I don't know if that's in the first phase or the second phase or what, but I've just not been motivated to go and kill Calvarion. I probably should just to say I can get the twenty KC to like peek in the cave in case I ever need to. Yeah. But like. I have not really had an interest in killing Calvarion. Uh but literally it's it's funny you it's literally the only boss that is not ranked. Inferno, Fazani's, Hard Mode Tob, all the four Desert Treasure bosses, mm-hmm. they're all on there. Calvarion is the only blank slot. <laughs> Honestly though, yeah, I mean, it's it's easy. Um I don't know. I, I don't know if you can kill the boss without the dog spawning. Because it's like an auto thing that happens at a certain health. So at some point, he has like, I think, 250 HP in, in each phase. Total? Oh, I was going to say, I think, in each phase? I, don't know what the ta- I don't know what the tack was to do yeah. it, but I think there's a way you, you can kill it without spawning the dogs. I'm not huh. 100% sure. Again, I've literally never killed the boss. So I, <laughs> I, I have no idea. Hey, well, if you need the... If you need the points for the master diary, I mean it's free seven points to get to kill him twenty times. It's a hard task and an elite task. Ten uh it's uh, ten times and twenty times. That also applies to Fedion, who I have killed Oh, does it? Hundred hundred and forty four times. Is it the same? Oh it is. Okay. Never mind. Because I have the elite and the hards. They're they're like green log, like done completely. Gotcha. Uh yeah, never mind then. That's interesting. I didn't realize they should have done. Well, I guess they shouldn't have done, but it's kind of silly that the the combat achievements for the big bosses count on the little ones because they're vastly different fights. Don't you mean it's the opposite way around? It's ridiculous that the little ones count for the big ones. Yeah, that's what. Is that not what I said? No, you said it's ridiculous that the big ones count for the little ones. The big tasks count on the little ones. I think that's what I meant. Yeah. Anyway, we're in agreement. Anyway, I think we skipped over our week. How how are you? I mean, you said something about a a, a Tiba placeholder. Did you did you end up selling it? Because you said no, also that was, you made a merch. I, I bought it for one point three nine five, and now it's worth one point three nine <clears throat> one point three nine nine. I think or oh. one something like that. So the tax. But no, I, I just said that I 
yeah, I made four mil on my Tebow merch, which is a joke. I'm not getting rid of that thing. Uh, hopefully ever. Um, it's been fun. Muspa no longer sucks balls. Oh, good. I mean, I and you have the tablet, right? So you can get there pretty quickly. Yeah, it's real nice with the with the Duke tablet to get there. Um, it's fun. Uh, I I kept the scythe for the Tebow rebuild. So I've been getting shit this week when I have been playing RuneScape that it's not really a rebuild because I still, you know, have a scythe in my bank. So like if I really needed stuff, I could sell it. But I genuinely enjoy Tob too much to get rid of it. And people were like, you know, you can Tob with a whip, right? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) you know, it's like if I had a million dollars, we wouldn't have to eat craft dinner, but we would eat craft dinner. We'd just eat more. You know, I, I, I. I can do Tob without a scythe, but I won't. I'll right. just bring a Tebow with right. my scythe now, just in case. You so, know? which like is yeah. is nice in like it's nice at Maiden, mainly because sometimes we zoom through seventies, fifties, and thirties, and it's nice to like not have to do a seven way switch to catch the freezes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's nice to just like sit there with. With like do the quick four way void Tebow switch, just Tebow maiden until it's time. Uh, pre hits are cool, and then I don't really mess up Zarpus that much anymore. Um, I'll occasionally rag a tile every now and again, but I don't. I don't have to. I can dance at Zarpus. I can do the five point <laughs> three tick. It's not a. It's not an issue. Um, but if I really do mess that up, I can go to the outside and be more useful, and then. When I mess up webs, because boy, if you've tobbed with me, you know I mess up webs. Um, I, I'm more useful at Verzik, mm. which it's just small little fun improvements to top. But the Twisted Bow has been fun. You know what I am not enjoying? Tebow only Zulra. It's it's it's, it's interesting. Boring. You say that because that's my favorite. It's so boring. <laughs> Tebow only Zulra is boring, and the bow, like the amount of times. I'm killing the snake, and it's like I spent 1.3 bill on the zero generator. What the hell is this? <laughs> it's a noodle bow. Like, <clears throat> yeah, I, I think I'm just. I did 1,300 kills with switches. Mm-hmm. So for me, not doing anything like, and all the extra supplies I'm taking, it doesn't even change that much. Like I'm still only getting like six kill trips. Yeah. Because I don't have the passive healing from the Sang staff anymore. Um, so, like, my my trips have kind of leveled out. And, like, I'm a vengeance man. I'm old school. A lot of people like Thralls now for the extra DPS. And I got to admit, Thralls aren't too bad at Zalra. But I, myself, am, am a boomer. And I'm a venge guy at Zalra. I love me a good venge, you know? Because, like, 50-50, you venge that 41 from Zalra's blue phase. Ooh beautiful right <laughs> but i i don't know i'm just not enjoying i'm not enjoying tebow only zalra as mm. much as i thought i would i'm gonna keep doing it because i do want a mutagen because at this point i'm so far away from torva um that it's not even remotely close to my radar like i don't even have a spec weapon every raid i've had to go on people have like loaned me dragon war hammers and bgs's oh. and shit like i don't i don't have a spec weapon so I think a BGS is my first big purchase back. Yeah. Uh, and I had to sell a lot. Like, oh, it's my, my 2200 total grandmaster plan, base 90s plan, 
has been halted pretty substantially. Um, not that it's not going to happen, because, I mean, it's still, like, August 27th, probably, like, what, September 1st, and this episode comes out or whatever it is. Yeah. So, like, I still have time to get it. I'm confident I can. Um, I might have to get it through all other routes. Uh, I just know, like, four construction levels is, like, 10 mil. So it's not horrible, mm-hmm. right? There are so many other things I need to buy before that. Like I can pull up my my sheet, what I sold. I got rid of everything. And I do mean like everything. I sold my crystal pickaxe. I sold all my spec weapons. I sold all my mage gear. I sold um my web weaver bow. The Your one I bought way bow. back in our my, my original crossbow I bought for like five mil way yeah. back in the day. I finally binned it. I sold all my kits that I got from Leagues Three. What that that, that one kind of hurt. I sold all my Damn. kits for my void and my cannon. The kits were like one point three mil a pop though. Oh. It was like twelve mil just sitting there. I'm like, dude, I can't not. You know, I, right. I literally got rid of everything. The ancestral that I saved up for seven months to get. I sold within like two weeks of, of getting it. I think Desert Treasure 2 came out. I got Ancestral. I, I had the top and the bottom. And then within, I think, three weeks of DT2's release, I immediately sold it and bought a Twisted Bow. So everything is gone. I even sold my Ferocious Gloves. That's how down bad I was. But I managed to keep my Scythe, all four of my Zenites, and the BCP that Scape gave me. Okay, I was going to ask. Still, still, I, I really did consider selling it. And I was, oh, no. I hopped into VC with, uh, with some old timers. And the only one there, I was like, I don't know what to do about the BCP. Uh, and everyone was like, sell it. You don't need to sell it. You got a torso. And Immortal was the only one who was around from that time period. Yeah. Who like remembered. And he's like, dude, it's a principle of thing. You got to keep the BCP. Yeah. I'm, like, that's what, I'm like, that's all I needed right there. I just needed one. Just needed one. Um, so we still have the BCP. So I look like an absolute mumpty with like a regular Nezzy helm, the dragon boots G, because I did front the ducats for the, the gilded kit. I never, I never <laughs> won't do that. Uh, the obsidian legs, the the BCP, which looks terrible without tassets. By the right. way, it's a, it's a, it's gross. It just, like, just by itself, right. I got I was rocking Barrow's gloves for a little while, but I did manage to get my ferocious gloves back. Okay. Um and then a holy scythe. Like I look <laughs> like make me like put a myth cape on or like a, a legends <laughs> cape instead of my infernal cape. I look like the biggest credit card warrior. <laughs> yes. Right now. Yeah. Like uh, mage? I don't I haven't killed anything with magic. Because I don't have mage gear. And I don't mean I don't have ancestral. I mean, arms is too expensive. <laughs> so I I don't own mage gear. Okay. Like, I think I did a chambers and brought, like, do, did I, do I have mystics in my bank? I don't remember. I did consider buying some mystic for a while. Because, like, everything I need... Um, is melee upgrades at the moment because right. I literally don't have anything good, decent for melee. Um, because again, Tob Gober, yeah, you know, let me ask you a question but, Are you hmm. above taking like gear loans from me? Because like my gear is just sitting in my bank, so so not I'm for, not not for like individual pieces of content, right? Like we ran some CMs, uh, I think the first day I got my Tebow, 
and uh, my boy Nate Dog gave me his Warhammer because he was just like wood cutting. So he gave me the Warhammer, and then Jesse loaned me some Virtus. Um, and I did the content with that. And then for all the other tobs, I've taken a BGS uh, from Jesse or Immortal. But I'm not, I'm not really doing anything that warrants a whole lot of like additional gear, mm-hmm. right? Other than Zalra being boring as shit. I really have not had an issue, you know. Uh-huh. Um, there are some things that are kind of disappointing. Like I can't do Leviathan really because I guess T Bow Leviathan's not good. Yeah, because I don't have any money for Awakener orbs, and even if I did, I'd be wasting money because there's <laughs> no way I'm getting Blorva. Blorva is so far off the radar that Awakener orbs are just money in the pocket for right. now. I'm not. They're they're money for you to to make, not spend. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not. I'm not fronting the ducats for for awakener orbs because again, I can't even afford Torva. I'm not going for the awaken variants. Um, for a long time though, I have been talking to some folks, and there's a big suspicion that blood Torva is going to be a requirement for the Zuck helm. A require? Oh, like there's the how? Do, how do you guys like for all the GMs in the chat? First of all, GM GM. Second of all. How do you guys justify the Grandmaster Helm without the Awakened Variants not being on the combat achievements? Right. That's true. Right. <clears throat> Whether the simplest thing they can do is kill the Awakened Variants once each time, uh-huh. let alone additional things that you can do with it, like like perfect uh, Awakened Variants is definitely possible. Not by me, but it's possible by somebody. Yeah. Right? Um. Because I think even like, hmm? is, is that something that they would consider because it's locked behind a purchase item? Like besides the one kill, you're talking about oh, yeah. like requiring oh, yeah. somebody to buy multiple orbs to do multiple. Like they don't. There's nothing like every, that now. Every speed run for the major raids, um, the theater of blood, the the CM and the expert mode TOA or whatever the the TOA speed run is, uh, are gear locked. There oh. is not because you 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 can't do them without a Tebow, a Scythe, and a Shadow, respectively. Like a lot of speed runs are locked behind it. The Inferno speed run is locked behind a Tebow. Um, there's a lot of achievements that are already locked behind big ticket items right let alone consistent money spending because like you're gonna use a lot of supplies if you're going for what's the what's the gm time sub 60 for the inferno i think right but those are like you're gonna arbitrary locks they're not you need to have an i mean it's about it's about the same money like if you're trying to speed run inferno let's see uh nibbler chaser nibbler chaser is a gm task when did they change that? Oh, that's Nibbler Chaser, not Nibblers Be Gone. I lied. Um, no, I'm trying to look. Uh, what's the speed run time? No look required. Wasn't even close. Uh, is there not a speed run? Oh, Inferno Speedrunner. 65 minutes. Yeah, 65. I just wanted to double check. But yeah, it's sub 65. You're going to go through a lot of supplies trying to get that, right? You're going to go through Bastions. You're going to go through... Um, um shit you're gonna go through arrows you're gonna go through chins you're gonna go through runes you're gonna go through probably not too many brews because if your stats are lowered you kill the monster slower um 
you're going to go through restores or sand fuse, depending on what you're bringing down there money wise. Like you're going to spend a lot of money per attempt. Right. But like you have to think about, okay, this is going to come into a surprise, but Iron Man, like how many times did it take our GMs? How many orbs does it take our GMs to do all the kills once? I think Immortal's name right now is like 200 orb guy or something. I I haven't asked him. I'm asking you. I I get it. But as I said, there are gear restrictions for a multitude of other combat tasks. So, just because Iron Men have to spend a while grinding for Blorva, they have to spend a while grinding for a lot of stuff. I've never seen a Tebow as a drop, right? Right. That's just part of the game mode, you know? You you chose to stand alone, brother. That's I'm not going to die on this hill. It's it's something that probably I will probably not have. I don't want to say ever, but for a long time, I will probably not get a Grandmaster helm on any account. I, I can I can so, see myself going for GMs eventually, but there's so many things I want to do before that and so many things that are occupying my time like mentally right now for this game. Like I don't even have I barely have the gas to go for masters at this point. Mm-hmm. Like looking at the masters I have left, I'm like, "Ugh, I can probably do a good bulk of these." And the more I look, the more I'm just like, dude, CBA right now <laughs> doing this. That's why that's why there's not been any updates for the Master Combat Diaries. Like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know what the what what the track is for that, but I think eventually, you know, I'll go for for GMs and and all that stuff. But it's gonna be a while. Yeah, you know, right. I'm just saying, I'm I'm not. It's not my community to have a. A strong opinion on i just think it'd be kind of silly to have more than one requirement that requires you to purchase an item now it may become something that's like awakeners orbs are only 100k at some point like they're a troll drop but right now they're like three mil two or three mil okay they're two mil i think it says like three or four mil in the clan chat but that's not the accurate price i don't know what that is I mean, so like two mil the, item. the The answer, the answer to that concern is, if you're going for GMs and if you're going for Blood Torva, you're probably not going to notice two mil at a time, right? If you buy like thirty of them, or you know, you buy a hundred mil worth of orbs, yeah, it's going to be kind of a big hit. But I think. The tax bracket the GMs are aimed at, uh, it's not going to make a difference. That's good. If I'm being entirely honest. Yeah. So I don't, I think it's, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But what got us into this conversation? We were talking, uh, I don't know, dude. Oh, your rebuild. I think we, yeah, we were asking about my week and my, my, my rebuild. But yeah, I, I don't know. I've, I've been playing the dog shit out of Baldur's Gate 3. I also went to the zoo yesterday, which, was a very interesting experience um did you end up getting the little moped thing no they were out of mopeds <laughs> they had two of them that were broken f and then they had one of them that wasn't charged and this kid 
I kept asking him, like, how long do you think it'll charge? Be anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour. Okay. When was it dropped off? Sometime this morning. <laughs> Zoo's only been open for an hour. When was it? I'll go check the light and see. He looks up. There's an orange light on. <laughs> what What am I supposed to do with that information? Right? It means it's not charged. Okay. How much time is left? Could be 30 minutes to an hour. I'm like, just give me a manual wheelchair. I don't care. Just give me like a normal one. Yeah. So I, I wheeled around riding dirty at the zoo. Nice. All day, which was was a bit of a pain yeah um but mainly because i just call me bias i prefer the detroit zoo over the toledo zoo mm. they have a very cool selection of animals at the toledo zoo but the the exhibits are very small like very small tiny like yeah i don't know but i had a good time nonetheless um and the ankle still hurts that's I'm going to get in, hopefully get a consultation tomorrow. I'm going to call my doctor's office and be like, hey, where's my MRI thing you said you would make for me? So I'm currently walking around in a boot. Uh, I don't think I was doing that in the last episode, mm. but I got a big old boot on now. Um, I'm not wearing it at the moment because it hurted. Um, as I drove around to play Go Fest today, which this has been the most disappointing Pokemon Go Fest in my life. Because normally I walk like 30 miles mm -hmm. uh, over the weekend for these big events and like driving around sucks. Yeah. And also no one plays the game anymore. Like, right. If you're a Pokemon Go player, cool. But like where I am right now, there is not a population of people playing. Like there occasionally you'll find like a raid team and it's like mom and her two adult children <laughs> who are just like in town. <laughs> For the event like it's not it's nothing crazy nothing consistent but i know we kind of touched on your week already but yeah what have you been up to this week well i was out of town uh <clears throat> visiting family in connecticut the weather was amazing i came home to texas and it was 106 degrees at like nine o'clock at night and i wanted to die because the entire time i was in connecticut it was like it didn't get above like 85 and we went to the beach. Um, it was a fun time. That's where I started killing Calvarion on mobile. Like mobile Calvarion's not terrible. Um, you, I mean, it's literally just like tap boss run away. So the mechanics aren't terrible to, to do on mobile. It's just kind of spooky. Like with PKers. Um, I, we're very blessed to have rune light and, Part of that is the uh, player indicators plugin. So it makes the wilderness less spooky when you can see a red name pop up and you don't have to rely on like seeing someone or focusing on the mini map to, to have them uh, appear. But like the, I only got killed once in the 34 KC and <clears throat> they weren't quick kills either. So like I was in the wilderness for hours at a time. And uh, a couple people tried, but like you can really easily just seed pot away if you see somebody spooky uh, that's really trying to kill you or um, eat up and run and run south. So 
the biggest the biggest hassle was like getting teleblocked before I could seed pot out. But even then, like I'm only risking gear that I can get back really easily. Like the most annoying part about my gear loss is the salve. Uh and even then, like salves are really easy to get. And I'm not taking an imbued salve, like I'm just taking the enchanted one. So I just need to make a, a small stack of enchanted salves and go grab a bunch of monk's robes and like get return sets so that I can just go back after a death and not have to worry about it. But I, I'm, you know, I don't really plan on dying that much. But other than Calvarion and mining, like I haven't really been doing much in the actual game. Um, something kind of random, but I was listening to, uh, I was listening to Guthix Rest when they had like the desert locked accounts on there. And Spari had mentioned a guy named uh, Jepperite, I think his name is. He does the Northern UIM. Um, and I think this, I mean, let, me, let me pull up his, his uh, channel so I don't get it wrong. Northern UIM. Yeah, it's Jepperite. Um, this guy's thing is like, he only uploads like very occasionally i think the 19 episodes that he has for his series has taken him several years to post uh and so i'm on episode like 11 or 12 of the northern uim series and um it's really good like i was it was it's actually binge worthy but it's really sad how often he posts because you want to just keep watching, but then you know, like I'm already, ha- I'm more than halfway through the uh, current posted episodes. And so at this point, I'm like, I need to slow down because I'm going to get to the point where I'm caught up with everybody and I'm just going to be having to wait. Um, but it, like with all of these area locked accounts, he does a really good job at um, kind of making a story with his uploads you know it's very reminiscent of like early um settled where it was very cinematic and he was taught you know he's he's always has these big goals that he's going for so yeah i like Jepright. um I'm, i've not really been into watching youtube like runescape youtube very often uh lately but that one if you haven't seen it this is not like you know he's not paying me to say this but like those it was really good i'm probably very late to the game uh i'm probably very late to like his youtube channel so i'm like i'm i'm probably not i'm not this isn't news to anyone i'm just you know i'm bad at watching youtube so uh yeah i would watch the yeah i figured out how to do um picture and picture that's why i bring it up i figured out how to do picture and picture on my ipad so like i can play runescape and then i can have like a little a little youtube screen uh that's on the screen with me and so it made like doing stuff on my ipad if i wasn't watching tv it made it way more uh enjoyable because i was just binge watching Jepright, the northern uim series while i was mining or even while i was killing calvarion surprisingly <laughs> the 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 killing calvarion was more tricky because i was having to pause it a lot to like move the little player around the screen or like I was trying to get away or I was dying. <laughs> it was difficult. But 
Uh, I was sick all last week too. That was another big thing. So I, it was kind of lucky that I was not here because I don't know that I would have been able to record. Um, it was, it was bad. I was like, I think I had a sinus infection, but then didn't, I wasn't able to go to the doctor because we were out of state. And I don't know that I don't personally know if my doctor is able to like prescribe medicine if I'm out of the, you know, out of my, uh, I probably would have just written you a referral per, per Mm. prescriptions or they probably would have just written you a prescription. Like I'm not a doctor, but like I am at, ma'am, my cat's very loud. (laughs) I imagine, um, like if you just needed an antibiotic it's not like you're asking for true something true. wild and crazy i I would imagine if you're like medical xp wasters correct me if i'm wrong but like pretty cut surely dry. in the united states like surely if you just need antibiotics for some sort of infection your insurance in most cases would cover a doctor in network in a different yeah. state i guess uh, i'm going off doing of, it i'm going off of my wife can't do therapy outside of the state because the person who is doing the therapy is licensed within that state and so like she if she, if my wife it's all virtual but like if my wife were to want to have a session of therapy she has to be within the state of texas oh i know all about oh, you that know, yeah. don't you worry yeah so I, that's what i was going I off of got the same rules i'm uh, sure it's absolutely correct that i probably could but, have but but i mean the same <clears throat> the same is true with therapy like if you fall into crisis while you're out of state and you go to a local therapy office and speak with a crisis counselor, you're not breaking a rule. You're using yeah. the service that's there. Yeah. Um, oh, true. And then your crisis counselor that you have in the other state could probably realistically do case consultations with the counselor that you normally mm-hmm. talk to, just like you could exchange medical records back and forth. Gotcha. So. As long as everyone has their proper releases. Yeah. I don't know. Again, medical XP wasters, <laughs> let me know. Because I know my rules for therapy. Yeah. But I don't know rules for prescriptions. Because I don't write prescriptions. Because I don't have to. <laughs> and it's awesome. So, Nonetheless, I think my body fought it off and we're good. Like, not without the help of a lot of Mucinex and a lot of NyQuil. Uh, it's basically how I survived that those 10 days but yeah i'm doing good now just a tiny bit of like a tiny bit of congestion <sighs> left over which is is probably just i just need to take like a xana or a, a what do they call those not a xanax a zertec zertec <laughs> starts with a z um i hate that Does i started to say i said a z with a z <laughs> is it an x i think it's an x i think zertec is that an Zert, it's Z Y R T E C. Okay. Allegra. Is that also medicine? Or is that I don't know. Yeah. I don't take allergy medicine. I take the you it know, also means happy in Italian. What is? Allegra means happy oh. in Italian. That's kind of fun. The, the female the female gendered form. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. But uh yeah, I mean, other than being sick and other than doing Calvarian, that was, that was about it. I, one thing that did happen, and this, this kind of is like main title content. We always say like, ooh, this is the topic of the episode. We didn't really have a topic today. We, um, we don't have a topic. Michael texted me 
yesterday. He's like, I see you're at home. What do you want to do about recording tomorrow? I'm like, well, we can either record late or just not record because my foot hurts and I'm tired. And he's like, sick, recording late it is. <laughs> like, awesome. Earlier today, I'm playing Pokemon Go. Michael texts me and says, dude, what if we took the week off <laughs> for me to just play Baldur's Gate all night? Mind you, this will be the fifth episode in a row that I edit. So I was like, oh, baby, let's get her going. You don't have to tell me twice. Perfect. And he's like, no, I'm kidding. And I'm like, all right, what do you have in mind for a topic? He's like, that's the brilliant part. No idea what we're talking about. I'm like, sweet, dude. So we're chilling. No topic. And it's going to be short. Once we hit the two hour mark, we're cutting this bitch off right here. Done and done. Yeah, Which, like, it, Michael presented a, a, very, a pretty decent idea for an episode, but I'm like, that is another four-hour episode mm. in the making, and I'm not doing that this week. Yeah. I know I'm not really going to fencing, because, like, I can't. <laughs> uh, like, I, I can fence, but I it just seems like a waste of time for me to go mm-hmm. and sit there and do nothing. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, especially so, with how like, far you have to drive. Yeah, I could edit a four-hour episode, but no. Don't want to. I think, Michael, should we should do that next week when it's not my turn to edit. Sure. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, the, the topic, not topic, today is really just kind of going over my thoughts on the summit. Um, it was the saddest summit that I've ever experienced in my personal because I was like sitting alone, not in a VC with anybody in the house that we had rented in Cape Cod on my iPad, just like watching it alone. <laughs> Every other oh, summit. you meant like, I thought you meant like the contents were no, sad. No. I'm like, I thought it was all right. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no the summit was well, ri- like very well done. Um, every, like Jagex has just like topped themselves each time they've done these summits, like production wise. I wouldn't say that the content this time was more exciting than old school's first new skill. Like it's going to be hard to to top that in the future, but production wise, it was really good. It was very well done. Um, I liked that they did like, they took the little breaks to do the giveaways on discord. Um, everybody looked great with all of their Hawaiian gear. Uh, cause it's like summer themed. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but like the, it was um, Aiza and who's the other one? Arcane. Um, they both had Duke Sicily or like they had Duke Hawaiian shirts that were that were like custom made. It was really cool. I kind of want to, kind of want to get one. Um, that bitch is in the merch store. I don't think so. Um, sadly, like I think they just did one of those like. Like you know how you can like put your face on a Hawaiian shirt. I sent you that link. Mm-hmm. You can like put your face on a Hawaiian shirt. I think they just had somebody make them, yeah, a Duke shirt. <laughs> what? Yeah, that's that's a hardcore missed opportunity for them to not sell those because those would those would fly oh, 100%. off the shelves. I would, dude. If I can get RuneScape Hawaiian shirts, <laughs> I buy the shit out of those things. Fly off the shelves. Um, that would so, yeah. be awesome. Production wise, it was great. Um, everybody looked great. The giveaways were awesome. Didn't win one, um, but it, that doesn't mean I'm not going to buy all of them. Um, 
I mean, not all. I don't know if I'll buy all of them. I definitely want the Wise Old Man plushie. I think it's cute as hell. Um, they have the Wise Old Man, Gnome Child, Neve, and Bob the Cat. And I think of all of those, I, I would probably get either the Gnome Child or the Wise Old Man. Um, one, because I think they're the most, uh, the most cute. And they kind of go with our Patreon tiers. Uh, but as far as the content that was that was talked about, it, I said <clears throat> it's not going to top the the winter summit, and that go, that's for a couple of reasons. Um, a big portion of what they were announcing was like like dead man mode, which was happening within a couple of days, and then they had already kind of announced dead man mode in the winter summit. And so that felt like, Oh, well, you're just telling us something you already told us. And then they announced a new quest. Um, and then they announced like quality of life stuff. So I don't know. It just felt to me like they didn't have enough for an actual summit. So they were trying to fill time, Mm -hmm. um, which is fine. If they do more big, like big, announcements in these kinds of chunks we can't expect a new skill uh we can't like expect the level of excitement that a new skill brings each time um, because generally they have a winter summit and a summer summit and every six months there's not going to be something as big as a new skill so i understand but it was a little underwhelming just a bit um the stuff that was exciting was very exciting. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna pull that up just so I can have. Uh, oh, escape. Twenty twenty three. To me, like the most exciting things were probably Varlamore. In no particular order, by the way. Varlamore in leagues. And obviously sailing. <laughs> but we kind of knew, like, they. I don't think they'd really told us anything we haven't already been told about sailing. It was really just like a recap. So the big did ones. Did you see the ship barely passed? It did it barely. Oh, uh, like. It was the, like 71.4% out of voted. 70, right? So it's like 1.4% yeah. over. Yeah. That's another thing. Everything that they had proposed at the summit or announced at the summit passed. Like it was a blanket yes for everything. So get excited because everything's coming. Um, but yeah, it was do pretty we, close. Do we think people have said it on Twitter? And just to scratch the conspiracy itch, Ooh. do we think long term this is why they changed the polling results? I mean, they changed the polling results because the polling system sucks, but like. Like when they changed it from seventy five to seventy, do we think this is why? Like just to give themselves a little bit more wiggle room yeah. for the new skill? Yeah, because well, like for the new skill, not I don't know specifically for the new skill, but I don't think seventy five. Like seventy five is such a high number. Like I, I would, I would even say fifty, fifty, fifty. Like that to me, that would be, that would be just fine if it was fifty percent. Like most of the time, I'm, I'm torn because because part like for most things, yeah, I'm fine if it's fifty percent. But there are a few like niche elitist venues where I'm like, no, it should be higher than that. But 
yeah i a, a bunch of filthy landlubbers on twitter have been bitching like crazy for the last probably week and a half that that sailing passed they're all like look oh mom they gave us new things to bitch about loads up yeah, the keyboard all my shamanism enjoyers out there who are salty that Iron Man the skill didn't pass. I I have seen a bunch of people like legitimately upset that sailing passed by a couple of thousand votes. Maybe not even a couple thousand. It was like a couple of hundred. The difference. So it was like twenty three thousand four hundred for sailing. And then it was like twenty three thousand one hundred. It was very close um yeah between shamanism and sailing and in looking at that poll it is kind of weird how they did it uh one one post said that they should have done the top three so they should have done all three and then they should have re-polled the top two and i agree with that in the in the grand scheme they should have done which one would you like to see and it's select all that apply so you could have realistically voted for all three i select all that apply wouldn't have worked because he wouldn't have gotten like true numbers for it no they did that though in the in the poll where they said we're going to choose the skill you could select all that apply i'm pretty sure you can only select one (laughs) because i voted for taming on the main and i voted for sailing on the iron i'm pretty sure but in any case sailing one it did yeah, uh, so yeah they should have definitely repolled between sailing and shamanism but alas they didn't and we have and we have sailing and i the thing that i say to most of the people who are bitching about it it's like they're probably going to work on shamanism next like in the community consultation they said that this is not the end like this is not the the one and only skill that we're getting so like they could propose shamanism with two other skills in the future. It just takes getting the skill that everybody voted for. Not everybody. It takes a skill that most people voted for. Uh, it takes getting that out first. Because they're not just going to like put sailing on the back burner because people really want shamanism. I would be happy if they put shamanism in the game. But it would definitely take a lot more... Uh, it would take a lot more like development to really make that decision um, just like it did with sailing. So sailing passed and I don't know, like for me, I'm not really expecting it anytime soon still. Like there is so much content that is still like needing to be developed a lot like within the skill itself. Like I would not hope like I wouldn't hope essentially that they put it out early 2024 just to get it out. Like I, I think, want them to put real development hours into it, really refine it so that we can have a lot of content out the gate. If I were a betting man, we're probably looking at February for an open beta at the absolute earliest if they just go hog wild on this thing Uh maybe late december for a beta for a beta because they're not going to put the skill out without a beta Mm -hmm. because people are going to lose their minds which again is a little it's it's ironically not the spirit of 2007 scape to 
so heavily do the betas and things like that right. because back in the day they were like here are some seeds what do we do with these i don't care <laughs> here are some seeds and then two weeks later they're like whoa it's a farming skill <laughs> like here's hunter it doesn't work i don't care take it you know like it's that's yeah. uh, it's kind of like not 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 anti two thousand seven scape because you guys know I don't give a shit about the two thousand seven scape at this point. We are in the here and now, and we need to look forward, right? Um, but I think a lot of the skills that we are used to having, um, the ones that are so like ingrained in our ways we play this game, we're just sort of like released one day, you know, without really prior warning, which. I think obviously the landscape's a lot different. I understand why they're doing it. Um, I just hope the beta isn't, you know, doesn't like derail the skill. Which like if it does, good. If if it derails the skill and they need to rework on it, cool. I would I would rather have them do that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm not sure if I want it to be an open beta or a closed beta though. I'm not hmm. sure because a lot of the stuff for like. I don't know. I want there to still be some like wonder when the new skill comes out. And I don't want the new beta to like everyone can play it and suddenly everyone knows what's best day yeah. one, you know. Well, I'm I want to sure. feel like a newbie idiot again and I I'm <laughs> I'm my only concern selfishly so is that a public beta will diminish that cuz we'll get someone, I don't know who it was, but the person who was hitting like the 150s with the the ruinous powers on the dummies because they were AGSG mauling with the new powers and they were just eviscerating the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I worried if we find, if we find too many things like that, not only is the skill going to take even longer to come out, which like good, that should be a fix, but also like when day one comes out, everyone's going to have a theory crafted plan and not just like figure it out themselves. Yeah. But that's more of a, a personal selfish nature than it is the effectiveness of a beta because beta good for this for this kind of thing yeah so absolutely yeah i don't know they would they would they would likely have to do something to where it's like very limited number one but also you can really only get to a certain point like there's no chance and there's no shot that somebody could get 99 in a beta like they would have to cap it at like depends on what the xp rates are get to level 10 (laughs) and then your your beta experience is done um and even then, they may not have. They those those may not be the actual things that are offered. Um, once they release it, so they could have like these are beta specific strategies, and then there could be, uh, you know, live game strategies. I I, I just think that there's like there's no way they don't do a beta or a play test and not test every piece of it, right? Like, there's no way that they be like all right here's up to level 10 enjoy sailing around port sarum and then we get into the deep ocean and it's broken as shit mm-hmm. and it doesn't work or the xp rates are too high off the charts or something like that yeah. like the skill is going to need refinement post launch yeah that's that's an inevitability but like i what it so sosd says give everyone 99 and zero xp drops but you don't know what is level capped. Mm. 
So like they they allow you to pretty much go everywhere, but they don't give you everything. Right? That could work. That that might be something fun. Yeah. Cause then like there's no like people have to sweat out the best strats, and especially if there's no XP, they don't have an XP priority threshold right. for sailing. Right. You're just um, testing all of the stuff, but not really knowing how you got yeah, there. Just to like physically see if it works, right? And I think that and that's fun because that gives people something to strive for as well. Like if the deep ocean content is super fun, but you don't get deep ocean content till seventy seven sailing, right? That's something to work for right out of the sure. gate from the beta. So I think that's a SOSD brings up a good a good point. Ninety nine yeah. out of the gate. Access to some access to every core mechanic, but with no explanation about what anything is. Right. Yeah, I don't know. So that could be fun. I don't know how other games do like betas or even if, if RS three does skill betas. Uh that they may have like you know how they bring people in, like Solar Mission goes in. And they might play. They test might do people. that. Kind of I'm stuff. sure they'll they'll definitely play test, but I don't know if they're. I don't know what the beta is going to look like. Mm-hmm. So, so without other than sailing, I think the next biggest thing was Varlamore, which is early 2024, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's going to be fun as hell. Uh, with all of the new content and everything that it's offering, it's like this is just going to revive the game in a way that we haven't seen since Zaya. Uh, Zaya brought so much, so much to the game that Varlamore, while it's not a huge continent, it's not like Zaya level of big. You got to remember, Zaya was kind of small when it first came out, and it was. I think it's physically bigger than Zaya. Is it really? I think so. Is it on the world map yet, or is that no? It's not. It's They're not going to put. It. I think out. like not not the first part that comes out. I think is going to be about as big as the kingdom of Karend, from like the western border of Shazian, probably through the eastern edge of Hosidius, Right, I would imagine it's about that size of landmass. Um, but it's like the whole region itself is quite huge. a bit bigger. Okay, so yeah, no. it's it's huge. And and the things that they're that they're proposing are like <laughs> it's fun stuff. Like the Coliseum sounds sounds pretty fun. Um, I I don't know. I, I haven't seen too much about it, but I know that's wave based, and I know that they're talking about like trying to cater to the high level community with that content. So it still could be very hard, but also accessible for people like it just gets crazier the the longer that you go and there's not really an end point to it um that could be fun the hunter's guild i'm i'm very i'm looking forward to that any new guild that they brought into the game has just added value to the skill and it's all the more proof that i think that we need guild reworks like the cooking guild is pretty much useless um we can go there to bake pie but you know having a a kitchen that offers more than just a range um, would be really neat. Um, the ranging guild is pretty useless as well. So like having a guild rework within the game, I think would be uh, necessary. What else is on Varlamore? Hold on. There's a whole post about it. We have the Hunter's Guild, the Coliseum. There's like a colossal worm remains. That looks cool. The whole city itself um, just brings a lot of new, a lot of new, a new and fresh places to explore. 
Uh, one thing that I did notice about the city of, uh, so, so forgive me, but it's Sivatas Ilia Fortis. Um, there's a lot of water, a lot of water spots and a lot of cooking ranges, but not a lot of banks. So I'm I, like the first thing that I did when I, when we saw the map is I was trying to figure out, is this going to change the meta for anything? As far as like, are we getting a new anvil that's close to a bank or a new smithing spot that's, you know, a new furnace? But I don't think so. There is an anvil uh, near the Colosseum, and it's near a bank, but I don't think it's going to be closer than Prif, which is fine. Um, Prif and Verak have their places as, as like the spots. Uh, but there is a house portal there, which, or there's at least a, um, a, uh, uh, an estate agent. I don't know if there's an actual house portal. There's an that estate sounds agent. Sounds like a mahogany homes expansion, baby. Yo, that would be actually kind of cool. <laughs> put some, put some, uh, a new home. Uh, like, I could foresee a new rooftop course uh, there. It's not, it's not like on the actual proposal. Like, there's no agility icon, but I don't see why they couldn't add a rooftop course to this city. That would be kind of neat. So, Varlamore all around. Um, I'm very excited about. And the other thing that that none of you are excited about, but that I'm very excited about, is uh, our very good friend Scape Caution is very excited for Varlamore. And this might bring him back to the game. So if we can get Scape Caution back, all is right in the world. <laughs> and he, I mean, he's been playing again because of Desert Treasure too. But uh, <laughs> the one thing that he was like was, like his ears perked up, I imagine is like, wait, Varlamore? Parlamore. So, the last thing that I'm excited about, and this is what I wanted to devote the most time to, was the topic of leagues. Because I don't know if it was before we started recording or while we were recording, but Oxy, all but, you know, like curb stopped me when I said something about leagues. He's like, <laughs> he's not even going to play it. And then, even somebody in the recording booth, who was it? Who was it? Soggy Waffles, I think, was trying to get on my case, saying Talk, that you make me you make me seem like an arrogant hater. I said Michael is. I said I'm a leagues enjoyer, and Michael is a leagues hater because somebody asked in the recording booth chat before we started, "Hey, can we get a leagues guide episode? Can we get <laughs> something to like walk us through leagues?" And Michael's like, "Ugh, it's far too early for that. That's all it I said. Come the, it doesn't come out till the winter, you That's guys. That's all I said." I'm like, and I'm like, I bet it's last week of October, like Halloween, post-Halloween. He's like, no, winter. And I looked at the thing, and I'm like, dude, it's scheduled right after the Halloween event. I bet last week of October, first week of November. And then all I said was, Michael's a league's hater. Definitely not a league's hater. I was. I am reformed. And it was SOSD that said, Michael's saying leagues like he's going to play it. That's all he said. Um. And you know what? I will play it. I will because mm-hmm. listen, listen, Oxy, listen. The last two leagues, and I say the the last two because we weren't a show when Twisted nobody League. played Twisted League. I Wait, like well, people people did. I didn't. People I don't did. Think you did. Um, <laughs> I did, but I chose the wrong relic, and then that I think that's what set me off on this villain arc of leagues. Is like I wasn't a endless runner for the first league and so i just quit like within a day 
I, I picked the prayer relic because I thought, ooh. Damn, dude. I, I wish they would have made that relic a passive for I everyone know. as soon as you join leagues. That's crazy. They did in the next one. Oh but, my god, did they? Listen. Huh. Huh. I don't need your sass right now. <laughs> the next two leagues, I was very focused on maxing my account. And account progression during that time just felt wasted. Like I would log in. And I would be getting all these levels. I would see the numbers go up and I would think to myself, yeah, but like I could just do this on my main. And so it really demotivated me to want to play the league when number one, I was maxing. But number two, they were like, you cannot deny that leagues are PVM focused. Like a lot of the things that you do within a league is like centered around PVM. A lot of the tasks you're an Iron Man, so like you need to get gear. You need to do things that require PVM. And so PVM has not always been my favorite thing. Um, and I would say that I am more open-minded to leveling skills outside of an account that I'm playing on. And I'm more open-minded to PVM as the person I am sitting at, you know, as the man I am right now. In the past... I was not so much open-minded, but I am now. So things have changed, and I am excited about leagues because <clears throat> thinking about the like the rewards and when I finally get a dragon pickaxe, having the the ornament kit on my group Iron Man account is going to be great because I'm going to be playing leagues on my group Iron Man account so that all of the like untradeable cosmetics can be things that are actually untradeable i know they're tradable but like for an iron man you have to do leagues to get them you can't just go to the ge and buy an ex like a a trailblazer kit can iron man not use the ge i don't know why you are so condescending today <laughs> i don't know why you felt <sighs> brother you you're explaining that iron man can't use the ge we're 120 weeks into our professional old school runescape podcast unless you're fresh off tutorial island everybody knows that anyway i'm excited about leagues and the fact that it's trailblazer 2 kind of makes it better because i i played trailblazer probably the most out of any league i didn't really like shatter relics it wasn't my cup of tea but trailblazer I did play, and um, I don't know if I'll go with the same three regions because you now have the option for Karend, uh, which is a massive region with so much potential. Um, but that I, I feel like like a league's deep dive is for another time. We have so many more weeks leading up to this league to like really nerd out about it. But all that to say, I am a changed man. I am a more open-minded person and I will be participating in this league probably the entire time. I really don't foresee myself going back to the main game for any major reason. Like the the thing that got me back to the main game all those other leagues was because I was trying to max my account and it felt like this was not the time. And I feel like we've had this conversation before where I've told you that once I max, I'll play leagues. And now is the time for me to prove that. Now is the time for that, those words to become actions. 
You you still don't believe me. I can see it in your eyes. <laughs> it's not that I don't believe you. It's that I foresee several other obstacles coming up. Oh. That you would have to really mentally push through. Like what? To play leagues. Baldur's Gate 3? <laughs> no, that's that is a physical I I before I bought it, I was like this could ruin Michael's life. Send. <laughs> like like I played that game for quite literally 30 minutes, like an hour. And I was like, Michael needs this game. He need like he physically has to have this game. <laughs> so I waited for my payday and I bought it. But no, not not Baldur's Gate. Not that. It it's things you're capable of doing, right? It's things you're gonna get easily frustrated at. You ever killed Criara four hundred times in a night? Never once. You ever wanted to? <laughs> Never once. You ever been told you have to? Never once. <laughs> there are some things that are fun in leagues. I know you don't like PVM. You don't like it at all. You got a lot of mental hurdles when it comes to PVM, right? Getting into the psychoanalytic. You know, this isn't psychoanalytic, but whatever. Like he's getting into the psyche. Yeah, getting into the diagnosis of your PVM. You don't like it very much at all. It makes you uncomfortable. Doing bad in PVM makes you uncomfortable. Leagues is not that. Leagues is like you stand in front of Zuck with absolute unit and just dish your armor and just let the shield go and just 1v1 that son of a bitch because you kill him that quickly. Like healers who, right? Leagues is a totally different animal. The biggest problem I foresee with leagues is you get too far behind. Mm. Or you have to do things that you don't like doing. You ever done solo chambers? I have not. Leagues is a joke. Like, I'm not like I did solo chambers and leagues. It's a joke. Which right? one? With the relics. With shadow. Oh, yeah, you could do leagues. Yeah, you could do chambers and shadow relics. I forgot. Yeah, because I was you were like machine gunning home. Like you you couldn't die, it felt like, you know? For a while. Like it it's easy in that regard. I also foresee you having the exact same little skiller's itch of going, oh, man, I just got 90 agility on leagues. I could have gotten this in the main game because I'm only, I'm like 77 in the main games. Like I could have, <laughs> huh? It's, and then all this progress is really for a waste, you know, like I, I already have enough points to buy the ornament kits that I want, right? I don't care about the outfit or the house stuff or the or the trophies. Oxy, you know I don't care about the trophies, <laughs> right? I've already got the ornament kit for my whip. I've already got the ornament kit for my rune crossbow. And I've already got the ornament kit for my dragon pickaxe. I, I just don't see a point for me to keep playing leagues when this just, it all, it's all stuff I'm going to have to do again on a different iron man account and and it's gonna be like no no you're you're making that face but like you need to understand it's gonna be so much more meaningful on my group iron man account than it will be for leagues 
right? So I think like, it's been a fun week. You know, it's been a fun weekend. I'm glad we got to spend some time together, but I think I'm going back to the main game. He's laughing for the people who are not watching this video. He had his hand in his face laughing because he knows damn well that that is a huge possibility for League 3. <laughs> you know damn well. <sighs> yes. But I'm going to fight it. Going to fight it. I give him two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks Mithril Cup. <clears throat> hey, that would be a PP for me. Actually, no, I've had I've gotten a Mithril Cup match before. <laughs> so it's I guess it's gonna depend on the regions that I pick. I think for me. So I'm gonna like the my goal for this league is to do way more theory crafting than I've ever done in the past. And that's obviously going to be Something that a lot of people have to do, but the regions are are everything. Like I was like half considering going for the wilderness because there's like the new bosses and revs are pretty great um, for money and for for uh, the weapons. And then you have the void waker and all of the the new stuff. Like it's just I don't know. I've been thinking about it in a different way than I have been in the past and really trying to think, is this the league that I, that I make at least adamant with a stretch goal of rune cup? I don't know. It's going to be easier this time around because they're setting like static. They're setting like actual I'm point so values. So excited yeah. for the static point thresholds. I can't wait. It's going to really like prevent me from losing my mind at the mm -hmm. end of leagues. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah. And so it's like I would bet the rune cup thresholds probably between 30 and 35,000 points if I were a betting man. What does that put dragon at like 50? Probably. Yeah. Cuz yeah. like you got to figure dragon cup is like top 0.1% of players or something. Well, it was in the like, past. But a lot of a lot more people might get Dragon Cup now because there's they're not putting that hard restriction on it. Mm -hmm. So, Vengor says I'm getting a Bofa and then living in Cox. Being overpowered in Cox is like a dream. Um, well, that would that would require you to pick Tyrannwind, which is arguably a very weak region, just because it's so small. Like you literally have Prif and Zolra. <laughs> That's the hard part. Is like there's content that gives you very good stuff, but you're you're literally getting that region for just that. So he says Tyranwin, Desert, and Zaya. Not a bad three, if I'm being honest. That's uh Blade of Saldor, Twisted Bow, Fang, Shadow of Temekin, Dragon Claws, Dragon Hunter Crossbow, Bofa, Blowpipe. All the onyxes you could need, Serpelm, Crystal Armor, which frankly you probably main hand, uh, Abyssal Whip, Infernal Cape. Um, oh, right, because you have the entire Karen. I would imagine they give you Karamja for free. They do, right? yeah. Like, just like they did last time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Missouri, you get uh, Lightbearer. Like, there's a lot of good. I, I would hope Karamja's free this time. Yeah, around. I think Karamja's going to um, be free. Missile, missile yeah, it's, Karamja. A, it's a great trade off. Yeah. Um, I that's a that's fun, especially because last time for um Dragon Warhammer only if you hate yourself. Um you kinda have to though. But aren't 
Which sucks because like it's going to be like a yeah, but like buffed, four so like, times four times the drop rate of a Dragon Warhammer is still like one in seven fifty. Like it's still not a good drop rate. It's not like a one in like like God Wars armor is like a one in sixty four mm-hmm. at like max rate. So like it it's it's a little different, you know. Yeah. Um, but. It's definitely more feasible because in the first Trailblazer, they had a relic where it halved the attack speed of the respective style. So people had the one tick blowpipes. Right. Where they were do, 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 do. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the one tick blowpipe tech would be super cool to do. Uh, I think if you choose Tyronwyn, you kind of have to go with a range build. Because um, uh, from what they've had in the past, right, for the last Trailblazer, they pretty much had the the deciding factor at the very beginning was which combat relic are you going to choose? Right. And that kind of determines how you play the game. There was the melee relic, which really lent itself well to Mauritania. There was the mage relic that really lent itself well to desert and to Ronwin. Uh, and then there was the range relic that lent itself really well to places like Asgarnia, where you had the crossbow option. I don't... <laughs> Gaul, it was in the game. Was Bofa in the game? Yeah. Was Bofa no. in the game for... I don't think Bofa was in the game for... I don't for, think so. Ah, I gotta look that up. But when I have people to, went that's to Tronwyn, they generally got a blowpipe, though. Like, I think that's why people yeah. chose... Yeah, Bofa Tron. wasn't in the game for, for Trailblazer. Wow. So, you got the one-tick blowpipe, right? And that was, like, the range build, right? So... This time around, they're probably going to do something similar, right? Um, at least I would think they do. If it's Trailblazer Reloaded, I imagine there's going to be a lot of old familiar themes and relics and a lot of like new ones as well. Yeah. The one thing I kind of hope they do this time around is they make Last Recall a permanent unlock mm. at like a Tier 2 or a Tier 3 relic. Because I think the biggest thing that killed Trailblazer for a lot of people was like, Oh, you chose the jewelry relic. That's all right. <laughs> or like the poor souls who chose like the fairy, the fairy ring relic. Ring. I think there was something like a hundred fairy ring users <laughs> in the Dragon Cup. Or le- like, I think once you got later and later in, like the higher the trophies, the less and less fairy ring users have. Yeah. Because fairy ring was such a shitty. What was it again? Shitty. How- you could summon a fairy ring wherever you were and travel to any fairy ring location. Oh my gosh. Versus so, like, last recall, which was like, house. yeah, which was like, yeah, there was a lot of alternatives to it too. Like yeah. it, it, it didn't matter, right? Exactly. Avengor says that's called the house teleport. Exactly. <laughs> and then with last recall, you can just go right back. So I hope they make the the last recall orb a permanent unlock. If there are J mods listening who are working on leagues, I know there's not, but just in case, <laughs> make last recall a permanent unlock at like tier two or tier three relics. Yeah. Right. Give it Give like unlimited stam. Give it to everyone, right? Just like stacking clues and slayer tasks, give those to everyone too, right? Don't make people choose these things. Make people choose between other utterly ridiculous things, mm-hmm. right? But don't make them choose. Uh, don't make them choose that. I I think, yeah, that what Avengor said with um, Tyranwyn Desert and Zaya that definitely lends itself well to a really sick range build. Yeah. Um, I personally. We talked about it last week. I've been really thinking um, Desert, Mauritania, Zaya. Zaya, the three raid raid regions. Yeah, the three raid regions, because that, like, 
doing that with friends and leagues raids with the boys is fun right top with the boys is probably my favorite group activity in the game Mm -hmm. top with the boys when we're all literal demigods that's something else entirely (laughs) it's insane yeah i love it i love it so much trailblazer theater of blood and i didn't even know how to do top then it was so so much fun it kind of lit the spark that was like this is going to be your new favorite piece of content. Mm-hmm. And then it took me several months to actually do it correctly. And then it took me several more months to be good enough at it, to do it consistently. And now that I can do it consistently and could go back and be a demigod, ooh, <laughs> I cannot wait. I want to be able to do all three raids with the boys. I want to have an account with all three super weapons on it. Granted, I don't love TOA and I don't love Chambers. It's a very different experience doing PVM and leagues. Mm-hmm. For not only you, Michael, but if a lot of listeners, if you haven't played any leagues before, like they are, there have been relics in the past, and I'm sure there will be relics in this upcoming league that truly make PVM totally different mm-hmm. than, than what it is in the main game. Like, death means nothing. Um, you are way stronger than you could possibly imagine in the main game ever. Right. Um, like it, it's so, so, so worth it and so much fun to just like try out and have a good time with. Um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. I don't know what build I'll go with though, because I've got all three super weapons really ideally. Do. So I don't know. Hmm. I, I don't know if that's going to be which combat style i'm not sure i'm thinking probably melee mm. because that's a three tick scythe a three tick fang a two tick rapier a two tick whip damn um and then melee would be mega cracked because like melee is the weakest of the three armor domains in that region yeah your best in slot is amulet of fury full obsidian infernal cape um rune boots regen bracelet uh and then rada's blessing or dragon arrows wow so you can get absolutely just ridiculous weapons you don't get a defender either so like dragon fire shield is your best offhand like you can have absolutely ridiculous weapons scythe rapier like i said claws Ooh, claws and <laughs> leagues is so much fun as i as i imagine void waker is gonna be super fun yeah. leagues too because if you get a, a relic that like reduces your spec uh by half mm. and then you drink the blue potion at toa which reduces it by half again oh my god and then you can void waker for only 12 percent spec or you can dds for six percent spec oh my goodness. And you just choo, 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 just rip it up with a dds the whole time god i can't wait for leagues. yeah um i'm half considering because picking the, the desert or I'm half considering picking the wilderness just for that reason. Like like really pushing myself to do the wildy bosses when they're zero risk because PKing is not a thing in leagues. Yes, it's it a is. thing, but like it it's is, mi- but you don't lose anything. It's a minor inconvenience rather than like an account changing loss. Um, I think the most the most inconvenient part was in uh Shatter Relics there was a task to hold a thousand black chins. Yeah. And you kept everything when you got killed except your black chins because they coded them to still run away <sighs> on death. Um, 
And it was so annoying. Yeah. Because, like, I think I had banked, like, every 150 chins <laughs> for that task. Because I had a buddy who died at, like, 900 oh. chins. And, like, had to do it all over again. I think it was poor Jake back oh. in the day. But, yeah, that task that task sucked. Um, But, I, oh, God, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. You guys are going to hear a lot about leaves. You really are. I think that, like, the next two months are just going to be filled with theory crafting and excitement and like we could go on for another two hours probably just talking about the excitement of leagues and yeah and i'm sure at some point we will do like i mentioned before the episode started i kind of wanted to do like regional breakdown videos like go through all the regions real quick what's in them what can you access and just put it up on the xps youtube channel for people uh I genuinely don't know when I'm going to have the time to do that. So we might just do an episode, like yeah, a region breakdown a episode. Region. Ooh, um, we and could... I'll prepare like a bunch of content for that. Yeah, we could do an episode and then we could break, like we could break up each section into its own mini episode after the fact. So if people want to just click on the Candor yeah, episode, uh, we could just have each, each little segment its own video. Mm-hmm. So that could work. Wow, that's kind of cool. Somebody just posted the uh, all the gear that's in every region. That's neat. Yeah, yeah. the fact that they bring that they're bringing Zaya, I think, to kind of cap this conversation. Um, the fact that they're bringing Zaya into a Trailblazer style league is what really is getting me excited. Because, like, if I'm if I'm just shooting from the hip, I think it's going to be Wilderness Zaya and something like Kandrin or. Uh, Asgarnia as my three regions just so I can have kind of a well-balanced uh, skilling and PVM style account because I still think maxing would be kind of fun uh, to do in a league but you really have to consider all of the methods you have available with such limited regions and so yeah I just kind of that's my that's my shoot from the hip style of the regions that I might mm-hmm. pick but that may change based on what i want to do <laughs> i think that uh if we did want to keep this to be a shorter episode now would be a good time to send the folks to break i believe it will be yes folks enjoy the break enjoy this commercial uh get excited for all the stuff coming out in this what is essentially summer summit part two episode we just covered so folks we'll see you after this How you doing, you bastards? My name's Fortunato. I work out of Draenor Village. I sell the best wine in the whole damn continent. Not not in Draenor, not in Mistelin, not in Gilanor, the whole world. I sell the best wine in the whole damn world. People tell you, you know, you're going to buy wine for cheaper on the Grand Exchange. They're lying to you. That's juice. That's juice. The best wine, the best wine comes from me. Huh? The pirates, they buy my wine. Them, them freaks with the hats over there in Zia, they buy my wine. Okay? You got to come over here. You got to buy my wine. At Fortunato's, we, we don't waste nothing. Very rarely do I have wine that go off because it's so good, it's always flying off the shelves. When it do go off, though, the vinegar, we're going to sell that too. I hear there's some old man just east of Iraq or something like that. He wants vinegar. I don't care why. In this business, you don't ask no questions. You're hearing this ad. You're thinking to yourself, you're like, oh, I got some buddies who make wine. I could do that too. You want to be a tough guy? Huh? You want to be a tough guy? Make your own wine? Try to outsell Fortunato? 
Yeah, sure, whatever. I'll, I dare you. I dare you to outsell me. In fact, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a head start, okay? Come over to my place, I'll sell you some jugs. They can be full of water, they can be empty, I don't care. Not even your girlfriend at the Grand Exchange has better jugs than me. I get these bitches by the gross. I'll sell you as many as you want. You can make all the wine that you want. It's not gonna be better than me. Come swing by Draenor Village, swing by my wine stand, have a good drink, and leave feeling good, okay? I promise you, you're not gonna find any better wine anywhere else. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed that commercial because I know that I sure did. Folks, it's it's that time. It's that time of of day, of evening, of morning, of frankly, whenever you're listening to this episode, where we break out the patrons and we, we announce them for you guys, right? This definitely isn't me stalling while I sort the patrons filters properly. I would never <laughs> do that to you guys. But in any case, we do have one new wise old man this week. Please welcome Lobter to to the the wise old man. Welcome here, blanked and what it was called. Yeah, I like that name by the way, Lobter. I've been saying Sounds lobster, good. but uh, definitely no S lobter. in that name. Lobter, I like it. It's like something I'd call my cat, and I like it a lot. <clears throat> but if you're you're there in the wise old man's here, you're on screen right now because I've I've put that up there. It's 9.40, and as my once great podcast host would say, um, the late Michael would say, I'm fading fast, so <laughs> I'm trying to trying to get through this as smooth as possible. Um, he's not dead. He's just not been on the show for a week. I'm <laughs> um, back. <laughs> uh, so we're getting into the King Black Dragon tier, folks. We're just, we're, if we're going to do it, we're doing it. So huge shout out to Broix70, Buckeyes, my dad. Hi, Dad. Cloud Kicker, Damon S, Dicky Bird, Elite Oreo Dunker, EXP Enjoyer, Gay Raccoon, Gumby, Legend Gary, Ron Garion, Lil Drakey, Mark, aka Ice Steam, Mike Oxmall, MT Birchfield, our third favorite supporter, Ralph, Rylithian, SatanBot666, Seppy J, Seth Shep, Skuma92, SOSD3, Spartan Fire, Taco Ninja, the Big G Jordy, the Crayola Cran, Toast No Toast, and Tus Talk Coots. Thank you all so much for your staggering support here at the KBD tier. We love you very dearly. We appreciate you, and we're glad you appreciate us enough to show this support for as long as you guys have. Right? Freaking it really legend. does mean the world to us. So, with that thanks in tow, if you guys would like to thank us see this is where i fumble here if you want to support us go to patreon or don't but if you want to patreon.com forward slash xp waste you can subscribe for as low as a dollar and i genuinely am going to look into and see if we can have a zero dollar tier i don't know what you would get from it right (laughs) but the idea that maybe a zero dollar tier could be possible it could be like the stray dog tier (laughs) the varrock stray dog the straight Charlie the Tramp. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing him a bone on Patreon. Hey, yo. Um, anyways. 
<laughs> Vengor says thanks for nothing, and frankly, <laughs> that's funnier than shit. <laughs> Shout out to the gnome child, the party Pete tier, the wise old man tier, and the KBD tier for supporting us. And thank you to the Varrock stray dog tier for absolutely <laughs> goddamn nothing. Anyways, back to the show. <laughs> that could be a good one, but yeah, go over there and support. Um, it's it's the community question time ah. and. We got a lot of community question responses. We do. So, <clears throat> we do. We do. Strap we do. in, folks. We got. We got community questions. They're coming. They're here. So, uh, last week, Oxy and Spari asked you guys, uh, "What was your favorite part of the summer summit, and what are you most looking forward to?" So there are quite a bit here. I don't know if we have any on YouTube. I haven't checked because historically, there's not a pin comment. Um, I pinned the comment. Okay, he pinned the comment. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. I woke up to seven app messages from Otis in the XP Waste <laughs> chat telling me shit that I did wrong when I uploaded the episode. So I did pin the comment when I got to work uh, that morning. Okay? Love it. Off me. I love it. Okay, Damn it, so Michael. there is uh, seven. There's seven responses on YouTube. So we'll get to those in just a second. So smart, starting with our. Our replies over on Spotify, uh, kicking us off. Uh, Otis says, not my favorite, but the most intriguing is the farming guild. I'm really curious on how uh, it's going to work. I see hunter contracts being a thing, uh, but I'll need to be able to block animals slash slash methods like Slayer. (laughs) Blocking animals. (laughs) I don't want to touch butterflies. You put them on your block list. Yeah. Uh, Hunter, sorry, you did say Hunter. Um, Hunter Guild. Otis is in the chat, is in the recording of your chat right now, and we got that instant edit. So yes, not my favorite, but the most intriguing is the Hunter's Guild. Did I say Farming Guild? I'm so sorry. You did, 100%. Yeah. We're doing great. That was the first response. Um, Hunter's Guild, not Farming Guild. <laughs> Next up, we have Nate Dog. Uh, they said, the best part was how salty players were at Prifuse in the forestry worlds um, complaining made the salt of their tears fill the oceans for sailing Varlamore and the new quest could be great <laughs> wait what that's why you're my boy nate that's why you're my boy that's how salty players were at prif use in forestry worlds oh, oh so he was he doing was, forestry was in doing prif and forestry. people were bitching in game gotcha may the salt of their tears fill the oceans for sailing. <laughs> that's great that's probably uh, that that to me is like one of those responses you get when you're sitting on the toilet and it's like your morning poop and it's just like the the creative juices are flowing. That's where I have most of my best ideas. Uh, DJ says leagues hype. Never had the chance to do one, and the way Oxy always hypes them up has me pumped to try it. Honestly, same. <laughs> um. I think that I need to channel I need to channel more Oxy when it comes to leagues and that's what I'm going to do this time. He's going to be my he's going to be my hype man. Mithril Cup. No. <laughs> You're going to No, listen. I don't do well with like with like uh like joking discouragement because it, it literally you don't say. discourage me. You don't if say. If you keep saying Mithril Cup, I'm just going to get Mithril Cup. So stop that. <laughs> Moist Sean says, never played a leagues before, so looking forward to leagues four. 
would love an episode on some league's tips for the first timers. You don't say. Sean, it's coming, my guy. And it, people are probably going to be like literally begging us to stop talking about leagues. That's how much we're going to talk about leagues. They're going to be begging us to stop. Darkomatic says, I can't wait for the new, quote, Blue Inferno. Not because I'm going to try it, because I'm not skilled, but seeing the content creators do it. So, hey, that, I mean, that is usually what happens when it comes to content that's new. It's like you consume the content via people who are really good at it. So, definitely a strat. Also, I like your name, Darkomatic. Next up, Bloodhound says, I'm super excited for Varlamore. I wonder who wrote that. <laughs> it was me. The Rep Dog says, It has to be leagues. Jagex finally pulled the finger out and decided to bring it back. <laughs> this was something somebody else said they need to pull their finger out. <laughs> like, why you guys why do you have fingers in, in, in things? Um anyway. Will give me a good break from the iron grind. That's what I'm saying, Rep Dog. This is what I'm saying. It's going to be like a break, not an obligation. Are you hearing me? A break, not an obligation. Okay? I hear you. Repeat it back to me. A break, not an obligation. Anyway, um, Dion says, Cox Scouting rework is going to be lit. I think it is too. I voted yes on it simply because any change to Chambers is good at this point. But like you, the current method of doing the things that they want to do are not terrible. It is kind of crappy that you have to have like another account with membership just to like hold the raid for you or even just, uh, well, no, you don't actually anymore just to scale the raid rather. But like, it's not that hard to just have your friend come over and join the raid for a second and then teleport out. I think it's kind of silly that they're, they're saying that you have to pay for it. Like, it would cost money. Like, you put money in a coffer to, to scale the raid. Why? <laughs> you can already do it for free. It would just become dead content if you had to pay exorbitant amounts of money. Like, that takes away from your money per hour when you're already doing a pretty, like pretty silly raid that not a lot of people like anyway if you're going to make an improvement make it an improvement i don't think it should cost money that's my stance man the 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 recording booth chat is going off right now and i can't read any of it because i have other things i need to read so they're all talking about leagues oh it's, gotcha it's just it's just, it's just leagues conversation is continuing gotcha yeah. <laughs> gotcha okay uh next up we have dinosaur sailing and sailing massive potential I'm so stoked that we as a community could rally around a 71% majority and get it to pass on the first try. No RuneFest announcement, though. Bummer. I, I agree with everything you said. Um, the fact that it was like one and done, pulled, good to go, passed, was great. And I was really sad that they didn't announce anything for RuneFest. Like, I'm, I'm fully expecting if they do a winter summit to have some sort of like RuneFest announcement because. I feel like we need a an announcement at least a year in advance if they're going to do it fall of of 2024. So that's my that's my expectation anyway. Um mm -hmm. sometime in the fall of 2024. But whatever. Um 
uh says frick that dead man mode exclamation point at symbol exclamation point at symbol pound sign exclamation point at symbol heart exclamation point at symbol exclamation point heart also what do you re you he he nice uh oxy had a typo in the question so he's calling that out it's fine he says love you guys love you too he's two two he's it was probably pretty either it was either really early or really late when oxy posted this question and he was doing it completely alone he didn't have his uh normal co-host to be there for him to support him through all of these tough community question yeah. posts and times so i we got the understand. questions done in one take it was great <laughs> listen okay stop that i think i think the, the way that you and Spari did the community question was actually kind of fun because it made it more like a conversation where like right now it's just me reading it and then giving my thoughts but whenever you and Spari were doing it like you would read it and then you would pause and you would ask him what he thinks I don't think there was 25 responses or like 30 yeah, responses saying, you had to get through. We only through. had like 10 responses. <laughs> we had a little bit more time. You know? Yeah. So um, I, I kind of like that. So if we get less responses, I definitely would like it to be more of a back and forth. Anyway, uh, Powerful Gay says, new quests, new characters, and lore. New storylines to get abandoned two years down the road. Let's go. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the new quest does sound fun. Optimistic that's, as ever. That's one thing we didn't actually talk about this episode, and you guys kind of touched on it. But like the path of Gluffery, like that that I'm genuinely excited about that because it's going to offer something other than an Ibens blast for the group Iron Man account, and anything other than Ibens before we get to 87 Slayer is going to be a dream. I don't know if it's going to cost runes. I don't know if it's going to be like a charge weapon or it's going to take some sort of ether, but whatever it is, I am, I'm genuinely excited about it because that means that content like maybe Seren is a little bit easier or a little bit more doable uh, because I won't have to use the Ibens Blast or maybe Zora becomes a little bit more viable in, in a magic situation. So it just opens the door, I think, for more content sooner than having to wait for a trident which is great d rabbit 17 says leagues 100 percent. i was on a break from the game the past two leagues so i'm really looking forward to this one damn that's a long break welcome back hope you have a good time at this league again we're going to talk about it and you're probably going to ask us to stop talking about it Alex, to which I will say no. At no. <laughs> uh, Alex says, gotta be sailing now since it's actually starting to look like a real skill. I'm a real boy. I have not seen anything past like the, uh, what they call that? Like the gameplay where, where, they, where essentially they, they, like you stood on a boat and they were like clicking around. Like we, we proved that we can do it. I haven't really looked into sailing past that. You're an old school RuneScape content creator and you've only watched the first four minute video about the new skill that's yeah, coming Yeah, pretty out? much. Dog. Like I've read the blogs. Like I know that there's going to be activities and new ores and new islands, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, haven't, I haven't 
done the deep dive into sailing, which is probably for the best because it's still far like a long way away. Things are subject to change. So, <clears throat> Mockcat says, I've been sold on sailing for a while now, and I always love quests. Excited to get back into a league. I missed the last one and barely, pa- and barely played the second one. By the way, Dilly Gaff is an acronym and a song. Yeah, you guys were talking about Dilly Gaff uh, the last time you read the community question. I don't know in what context, but there was a... I think it was Achievement of the Week. Was it Achievement of the Week? Sorry, okay. I didn't know how to pronounce it, yeah. Dilly Gaff. Thank you, Mock Cat. Um, next up, we have Jack. They said, Varlamore looks really exciting, and especially the potential of having the Blue Inferno added in with it. It's funny that you guys are calling it the Blue Inferno. Because it has a name, the Colosseum, but keep calling it the Blue Inferno because that's probably going to be its nickname, even though it's called the Colosseum. <laughs> it's just how like depends on what they offer. Yeah. So somebody asked somebody asked earlier. I think it was Evan Yor asked what the Blue Inferno was a couple of years back. Um, Mod Husky and somebody else for a game jam proposed the Tessical Trials, which were a set of like four waves. But there were, th- there were three sets of four waves. So the first set was aimed at people who had a fire cape. The first set was for people who had, an, or the second set was for people who had an infernal <clears throat> cape. And the third set was aimed at like mega gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, with the idea being if you complete all three sets or something, you get some sort of upgrade. And somebody, I think it was on Reddit, somebody posted like, possible testicle trial reward or something and it was just a blue infernal cape people have been talking about the idea of a blue colored infernal cape for several <laughs> years as like an upgrade to the infernal cape yeah i don't think they're gonna do that um yeah they might add infernal cosmetics mm. but i don't think personally i think the infernal cape looks cool enough to not need a cosmetic right but who knows? Yeah, SOSD says they legit said in the Summer Summit that this is not the same as the Blue Infernal. So it's like they yeah. took it as a concept, but the Blue Inferno, the Testicle Trials, are it's a completely different thing. Like, this is not but them. The, the Testicle <clears throat> Trials, one of their proposals was upgrades to the four DK rings. Oh. So. Which they have. We have those now. So, yeah. So if you didn't know, now you know. Next up, Kevin says, I'm excited about leagues. I mainly play a mid-level GIM right now, uh, but I've never played a league before, so I feel like it'll be a good change of pace. I could not agree more. A good change of pace. Not an obligation. (laughs) Tax says, leagues. Never done them before, but I'm looking forward to the cosmetics. I could not agree more i'm looking for he's trying he's no guys he keeps saying these things like he's trying to convince me he's trying to convince himself i'm trying to convince you what he knows what he knows is that i'm gonna play leagues until it ends with or without him (laughs) i'm gonna talk about it whether or not he wants to hear about it on the show He's trying to convince himself that he's going to play because he knows that that little psychoanalysis I did in the last part of the show is 100% correct. It's 
So he's he's hyping himself up, folks. That's what he's doing that for. It's li- Don't get it twisted. <laughs> he's not trying to convince me. It's funny. Um, yes, the psychoanalysis, it made me laugh. And in, in, some wor- like in some sense, it is true. It, it very well could happen. But I'm really trying to not let it happen. Like, this league is the perfect opportunity to play on an account that doesn't have any major goals. Like, all of my goals are wide open on my gim and i can finally like if i want a multi-log i can play on my main account and do cooking like it's very afk for me just to multi-log and do cooking so and i may be able to do other things on my main account like i have a lot of like total i have a lot of xp goals on my main account that could potentially do while i'm playing leagues so you never know anyway moving on we have a couple more responses here to get through Bloatsass says, I think the meowing got my attention slash concern the most. I don't know what that's a reference to, um, but it, I, I'm pretty sure you guys were meowing at some point. I think it was B who was meowing. Was it B? Account. Okay. We'll have, to, we'll have to go check the tapes I mean, on that the one. People, of the people that live in this house, she is the most one. She's the most likely to meow. So Was it? Oh. Oh, J-Mods were meowing. They were meowing during the during summit. The summit. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, that's funny yeah they were meowing because they were talking yeah it was uh it was in reference to bob the cat kieran started meowing like wait did you just meow so in this whole segment okay uh so that was the most concerning uh on a real note the progress on the quality of life in cox is promising i hope they continue to go further than just the current plans much love xxx which uh, if you're not American, or if you are American, that means like kisses. So, consensual kisses. Thank you, Blotas. Uh, Jumungo says, very excited for Leagues 4. Never got a chance to play the other leagues since I started playing OSRS about a year ago. And the game mode sounds like so much fun. Yeah, that's true. Anybody who has like, who just started within a year ago, they've not played Leagues. Because the Leagues ended a year ago. March of 22, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, like right before our Springo was was when leagues ended. Uh, let's see. High Plains Drifter says, Varlamore, I'm curious how they'll tie the new area into the diaries. It's big enough to get its own, but if it's locked behind AKD, then an easy and medium diary would be locked behind the Master Quest. Very true. Very true. Yeah. Which is something that they have I, not set as a precedent. Every area is I, accessible. Um, like they don't have diaries for like um, Fossil Island, so they may not do that. But they could. They the could. reason why they don't have diaries for a majority of the regions um, is that the Diary Cape came out in like 2014, I think. OSRS. Diary Cape. I want to say it was 2014. It was released in 2016. Mm. So Zaya existed, but the Zaya Diary itself didn't come out until I want to say it didn't come out until um, Mount Carolum in 2019. Mm. Um, yeah, you're I right. I don't think kind of Kebos. Yes, yeah, so it was. Yeah, it, it was. It was a little bit longer once once Kebos came out because uh, that was like farming guild, Hydra, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Um, 
so they waited for Zaya because they knew Zaya wasn't done. But I think there could be justification for easy medium diaries hmm. in Varlamore because there will be things that are easy to do, right? Yeah. Like if they have a a below ice mountain esque quest where you have to like mine whatever the equivalent of a baronite shard is or wield a baronite hammer, that's not a particularly difficult task. Sure. But it is locked behind a quest. I get the concerns that gate it behind a master level quest, but at the same time, I don't know how you don't. I don't think it is gated That's... behind AKD though. Because it has its it own quest. It has its own quest leading into it. It should still be locked behind AKD. Or what I'm because we talked about this last week, right? I'm thinking in order to get over there. You'll have to have completed AKD because remember it was the Varlamore dagger that killed the king, right? Yeah. And it doesn't, it really takes the emotional weight of what happens in a kingdom divided and completely butchers it. Mm. Because if, if you can like go to Varlamore, right? And just be a guy over there doing your own adventures. First person ever from Zaya to be able to go. And then at a kingdom divided they're like look the varlamore people are here for the first time ever and you're like yeah that's that's my girl the commander i know her oh a dagger i know exactly whose dagger this is because that was in the quest i already did i I think it just kind of takes it it takes away a lot of the weight of that Mm storyline because now who cares now the the reason that storyline is progressing the reason we know we're not done with the Zaya council and all the kings and all that um is because of Varlamore right because this mystical new region these mystical new peoples have come in right we don't know anything about them i think if akd isn't a requirement they pull like a D game of thrones writing on that whole storyline yeah. and just completely butcher it mm. so frankly i think it's perfectly fair that it should have a master level quest requirement yeah it's not the first quest in the game to have a master level quest requirement a kingdom divided is not that hard i think we talked about it last week it's like 59 agility or something is the highest Mm. skill requirement yeah like compared to the other quests at that level right it doesn't have particularly difficult pvm doesn't have particularly difficult PVM so that if you've never killed a monster before, you won't be able to brute force your way through it. Right. The only thing that might cause you some difficulty is the hands dropping. Mm. And with that, you just walk away. Like, if you're an experienced PVMer, you know well enough you can wooks walk that in that boss. Like, you can wooks walk the AKD boss that drops the hands on you, but you don't have to, right? Yeah. It's mostly just fetch quests and exp- exposition. And... If you have a quest that's mainly storytelling and exposition and you derail that story by taking away the emotional importance of the ending, why bother? I 100 million percent think AKD should be a requirement to get into Farlamore, and I still think you can put some shitter tasks in the easy category. Soggy Waffles, Um, he brings up a good point. He says, could see them keeping certain areas locked until you finish AKD, like you can't get into the palace until you finish it. Which there's enough space, I think, in Varlamore that it still could be an impactful ending to AKD while still letting you visit the continent. 
Like maybe you but can't visit the, the city. So maybe you can't go to the issue... city until you go to AKD until you do AKD. But like you can visit the Hunters Guild, and you can visit the re like the land. But that's for the JMOs. I, to I think out. it's gotta. I think it's gotta be all or nothing. Because frankly, I think if like if people from Zaya are allowed to freely travel to pretty much anywhere but the main capital, right? That leads to the question of like, yes, what are they hiding? Oh God, we've never seen these people before. But like from a gameplay perspective you're giving the player this vast region that's essentially empty because if if the introduction of the Varlamore people at the end of the kingdom divided is meant to be this big emotional weight are there just not going to be npcs mm-hmm. are you not going to be allowed to go anywhere and do anything mm. are all of the new resources going to be essentially useless for several weeks until they have a follow-up or several months <clears throat> years even until they have a follow-up that's appropriate to unlock right i think if you give a continent without a central hub it's just lifeless space because at that point it's just physical space for skilling that's all it is, right? The The capital of Varlamore that we see is going to be what tells the story. And the reason I say that is because they're not expanding the whole continent on release. Like we talked last week, they have that whole like Venetian area where it looks like it's all built on canals. They have the expansion to the Stranglewood that you kind of can tease with mm-hmm. when you do Desert Treasure 2. If they were releasing all of that, maybe... But I think in order to access the city and get the fullness of Varlamore where it doesn't feel like a dead, lifeless game, because we all know players aren't going to be skilling there, mm-hmm. right? Unless there's the best XP per hour or the best rewards per hour, the players aren't going to be there. We have Prif Use, we have Motherload Mine, we have Three Tick Granite, we have Volcanic Mine, we've got Temporos, we've got all these other places to train the gathering skills, right? And putting pvm there just seems kind of out of place yeah. you know mm. it, it it goes against the trend of what they've been doing which is like we need some way to counteract bots pretty much so we're going to make every boss that is relatively rewarding locked behind some sort some of quest. yeah barrier yeah i don't like, ever like yes hunter guild though hunter guild will be fun oh my god you second believe the hunter guild are completely isolated from the capital like they're they're a self sufficient group of <laughs> like jungle people who only live within the hunter guild. Yeah, like wilderness that's really people. weird storytelling, right? Really, really weird storytelling. Um, I, I I think it has to be locked behind AKD. Yeah, I stand by that. I will stand by that. And let me tell you, I will bitch <laughs> if it is not. I you will hear it. You guys will hear all about it if it's not locked behind AKD. We'll, fi- we'll find out soon, I guess. Um, yeah, Valamore is slated for within a few months. Like, we're in August. Early, we're, early in August. we're almost in September. So, like, you know, early 2024, probably January, February. We'll see. We'll see. Plenty of, plenty of time to, to dive into, like, deep. Uh, not dive into. Um, plenty of time to unpack all that kind of stuff. So, back to the community question. Got a few more responses here. Neatsy says, the videos that will come from DMM and Leagues. I wish I had time to play them both, but my limited time usually goes to progressing the main. Excited to see the world boss spawns content. That's true. That's one thing that we don't really ever uh, touch on is like 
PvP stuff, but DMM is happening right now. A lot of people are enjoying it. Um, we kind of, I mean, the, the, the most that we did touch on it is like, hey, Deadman Moan is right now, so go to the wilderness and do all your stuff. But a lot of people like Deadman Moan, and I think that they've really like sat down and like Jagex is aware that their, their, uh, their finales suck. They're, they're aware of it. I mean, they, Aisa broke it down during the summit and was like, we have to figure this out. So they're really trying to, to try and make it a, a better event for the players. And we'll see how this one goes. I don't have very high expectations, but um, I'm, I have better expectations based on what Aiza was saying. Koi Boy says, looking forward to leagues so I can act like I'm good at the game. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> It does, like, you are basically a god in leagues, and everything is cracked, and, and it doesn't matter, because it's a temporary game mode. So, uh, next up, Ben says, I'm way too excited for leagues. The last league ended right before I started playing, so I can't wait to get this league's experience. True. And, for all those who played Trailblazer back in the day, we get to experience it again. And finally, on Spotify... Real crazy says this time I'm looking forward to actually testing out Trailblazer because every time there has been a league in the past, I've I've always been extremely burnt from the game. Also, Varlamore hype. Woo! That is it for the Spotify responses. Moving over to our YouTube replies. We asked you the same question. We said, what was your favorite part of the summer summit? And what are you most looking forward to? Excellent. Exo Elite says, most looking forward to Varlamore. It's going to be exciting to explore a whole new land in the game that we all know so well. Shinkiro says, Varlamore, the new area to explore, quests, the Hunter Guild, the Coliseum. So many things to look forward to with this one. I've also never played a league, so looking forward to giving that a try as well. There, I mean, we, could, we actually could have an entire episode dedicated to Varlamore. And we probably will at some point, but I am, I'm, I'm really excited about just, just the massive possibility any sort of new area brings. Because like with this game being old school RuneScape, it lends itself to kind of locking itself out of expansion on areas that we know so well. That's why Zaya was so amazing is because they had a clean slate to do whatever they wanted with it. Um, that's why places like Fossil Island are so, so awesome. Like, they can't touch the classic areas, but they can make new areas that bring life and that, that, that change the game in a, in, a, in a meaningful way. So, places like Varmore is going to be amazing. Jordy says, My favorite part of the stream itself has to be the mods excitingly talking about the updates they wanted to present. Looking forward to how... They do the Hunter Guild and Varlamore in general. Yeah, the Hunter Guild. I cannot wait to explore the Hunter Guild. It's going to be great. Hunter Contracts? Next up, we have Bronze. They say, as an Iron Man, I think Path would be a really good quest if the new magic weapon is similar to Trident so I can use other spellbooks. It would be a good thing as there is nothing good in between the Ibans and the Trident. I'm looking forward to all of Varlamore too. Spotify says, I was over the character limit. <laughs> so they had to come to YouTube. Um, <clears throat> and from RSN, it's related to Leroy Jenkins from WoW. Why I have Leroy and my Iron Man 
Oh, Jank Jackness Jenkins. Not an not old man Jenkins. I think that was something related to a community question last week. What in the hell are you talking that, about? That I'm reading it as it comes. It says, and for my RSN, it is related to Leroy Jenkins from WoW. I have Leroy and my Iron Man is Jenkins. I think he was explaining probably something from. It's probably is it achievement, achievement of the week? Okay, if I, rebe- I don't know. I've every week when I go through and make a new achievement of the week, I like delete it. The last one, so I'll go through and like clear <laughs> off the achievements so I know like what not to read. Yeah, because uh, it's all just the same document. So right. Unfortunately, I don't have. I can probably pick through levels and achievements and find it. Sure, but but yes, thank you for clarifying, Jenkins. Leroy. Uh, next up, we have soggy waffles curious about leagues because i started playing right towards the end of the shattered relics so i never had a leagues experience but i'm mostly looking forward to varlamore very interested in seeing the hunter skilled and grinding out some agility on the giant worm skeleton is that what that is is an agility course i think so holy smokes holy smokes and finally nope and finally, on YouTube, we have SOSD. They say, I can't wait for the Hunter's Guild. The options for what they can do in that guild is exciting, and it might make Hunter pre-80 less annoying and boring. That is facts and no printer, because Hunter pre-80 is like chins, or you can do monkeys. And then there's like random, you got to catch a bird, you got to do birdhouse runs, you got to do like a little bit of the Kebet, Kebet stuff. and like. Maybe you have a bird that you have on your arm that you send out to kill things. So it's either you just do birdhouse runs or you do a bunch of random stuff in chins. So I'm, I'm excited. It's going to change the meta for Hunter. And I think that's very needed. Um, Otis in the recording boot chest says, like a falcon? Yes, 100% like a falcon. <laughs> that's what it is. It's falcon hunting. Anyway, that is going to do it. For the community question, guys. Thank you so much to everyone who answered the question. If you want to answer this week's question, it will be... I want to make it something not related to RuneScape. Is that okay with you? Yeah, that's fine with me. Okay. What is your favorite breakfast food? <laughs> uh, you can answer that on the community question section on Spotify or the pinned comment of this YouTube video. I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I like... Uh, I'm a cereal man myself, and um, I'm looking for options, because generally I either just eat cereal, or I go down the street and I, got, I get a breakfast burrito. So I'm looking for options. Now, I'll add the caveat. I'm a terrible cook, so um, I want to know something that is your favorite breakfast food that you don't really have to cook, because that's why I eat cereal. Anyway... That's going to do it for the community the questions. The answer is cereal. What? The answer is cereal. Okay, never What's mind. What's your favorite breakfast food? You don't have to cook. It's cereal and granola bars. Make it so you have to cook the food, okay. too. Okay. Yeah, you have to cook it. Fine. Don't let level four cooking IRL over here <laughs> stop you from showing us your favorite breakfast uh, food. <laughs> it's going to be a good one next week. I'm excited. It's going to make me hungry. So make sure you come uh, to the pod having already had your breakfast. And that's going to do it for community questions section, guys. Thank you so much. I believe it now is time for the one and only Oximillion. Take it away, sir. Why? Anyways, <laughs> we are 
it's achievement of the week time, I think, is what Michael meant. I did say that. And achieved you guys have. There's not a ton, but achieved you guys have, right? It's it's quantity or quality over quantity this week. So kicking things off in the miscellaneous category, we have three music capes. Mass Spec Gamer, Humble Owl, and Butter 6000 all achieved their snazzy black and white music capes. Great for Master Clues. Hope you love it. I think we're going to go with Combat next, only because we have two unique things in skilling, and technically one unique thing in combat, but we have a lot of them. So, sad to report, there are no fire capes, but trust me, we'll make up for that. Even though we don't have any fire capes this week, Alpha Hotel Quebec and Beefy both killed their first Zalra this week. Got, they came over the hump. They are, they are, they've done it, right? Air Mid has completed their medium combat achievements. Green Ben has completed their hard combat achievements. And AFK for a bit has completed their elite combat achievements. A large canine and Mohadib. Mohadib? Yeah, that's, I'm, Mohadib. Yeah. <laughs> Both a large canine and Mohadib achieved their Missouri kits this week. And Scotty, our friend, uh, got his ward kit this week. So quite a few kits here wow. in the chat. I said we'd make up for the lack of fire capes, and we did. By getting three capes, you get in a fiery area, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Good friends of the podcast, and very, I almost said prolific, that's not the right word, very active members of the community. We see them all the time in VC and the CC. Russ of Fury, Thorgoth, and Yaharis, and Arionix. All four of them achieved their Infernal Capes. Damn. Four brand new Infernal Capes. Arionics didn't post his levels on achievements. I just know he got it. He DM'd me about it. Um, so four Infernal Capes in a week. That's insane. That's crazy. That's cool. a lot. Of, that's a lot You of guys capes. all did that in a week. Congratulations to you guys. You're free. You no longer have to endure the hardship of the Inferno. Even though some of you guys are only in there for like a week. Took you like ten attempts. Must have been nice. <laughs> must 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 have been real nice. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you have the cape and no one can take that away from you. Very proud of you guys. Finally, wrapping things up with skilling this week. So kicking off the ninety nines, Green Burn. I think with a double double this week. Uh, achieved ninety nine prayer for Vitney cruising to max as ever. Got ninety nine thieving. Mohadib with another double double this week achieved 99 Slayer, Herb Lore, and Prayer. Dr. Gerbert achieved 99 Crafting. Fumble Swing achieved 99, 99 Attack. Avengor achieved 99 Range and 99 Hit Points, two of their first ever 99s. Elvish Rage achieved 99 Prayer. Toaster Bath achieved 99 Thieving. Butter 6000 achieved 99 Range. And Robert Shifley achieved 99 Strength. Those last two 99s happened while we were on the show. Wow. Funny enough. As far as total levels are concerned, we have two notable total levels. Jordy achieved 2100 total level, and Spank Moody, what a name that is, achieved 2277 total Ooh. level and maxed their account at the Remington Mine. Hell yeah. Congratulations to you. You can finally play the game. It's... It's all yours. No, no, you can finally wide open. Finally, play your Iron Man. 
Take it from the cooler host. The Max player. No, you take can finally the play the game. <laughs> take, it, take it from the more handsome host. Now you can finally play the game on the account that you just maxed. We do have one more skilling achievement, just because I think it's neat and unique. Left GP for XP. Some of you guys may have seen him. Uh, he recently kind of rotated around Reddit for his for his username. Um, he's gotten the XP now. Maybe he'll get a GF back. Who knows? Left GP for XP has achieved 200 million construction experience, solidifying himself, as I want to say, in the high 4,000s. Um, let me scroll up here and High double 4, check. 4,000s. He's but like I, rank 419 or something. Oh, rank 419. I thought I it was 4,000. 400. Yeah, look at that. He, I, I saw another letter after that. Yep. Uh, the, he is close to 2 billion he is, XP. Is, that's his total score overall. Yeah, he was oh, like man, that's 176 his, like, rank, rank 176 construction. Is okay. I know I gotta look this up. Left GP for XP, left girl, left GF for XP, rank 128, secured on the high scores forever at rank 128. 128, okay. 128 construction, with, uh, 200 million construction wow. XP. I can't read sometimes, and sometimes I throw extra letters in, so he's not top 4,000. He's currently, um, Top 500 players in the game with the amount of XP, rank 128 overall, forever in construction. Yeah. Congratulations to you. GF is optional. XP is forever, <laughs> my friend. Congratulations to you and to everyone who achieved uh. something awesome this week here on Achievement of the Week. If you did something awesome and you want to show us, brag about it, tell your friends, all that, head on over to discord.gg forward slash OSRSTNL post about it in our levels and achievements chat even if it's not something we shout out we still want to see it people gz literally everything in that chat because we just like achievements around here when people feel good when they do stuff people like that and we are very lucky in that our community does genuinely care when people do succeed whatever that success looks like as i say every week whether it's base 60s or whether it's blorva doesn't matter people like when you do stuff that's cool so come over and hang out post about the cool stuff that you do in this never-ending mmorpg that we all play so it is we are we are about two and a half hours into this episode and i said i'd hard cut us off at two mm. hours but we were knee deep in the community question because this was a long community yeah, question was. so michael my friend do you have a fun question for us we do uh, this one, thank God. <laughs> this one comes to us via a, uh, a semi-outdated form of communication. We got emailed a fun question, which, if you're emailing us about a fun question, it's not outdated; it's in date. So, um, this one comes from Double Golden, and they asked. I thought this guy was going to say they sent a messenger. It took him three days to get there. <laughs> no, or some email shit like that. I'm pretty sure it took a month to cross the Atlantic Ocean. So. I, I, I'm the only one who manages our email. So if you've emailed us and it has, and it has been like you haven't, we haven't replied or we haven't read your fun question or there's just something, you know, we haven't gotten back to you via email. That's on me. And I apologize. Um, I generally try and screenshot emails and post them somewhere. But nonetheless, I did screenshot this one and I posted it in our fun question section so I would not forget. And that question, again, comes from Double Golden. 
and they ask, if Jagex were to release a rare pet as a reward for doing the holiday event, which pet would you want from which holiday and at what drop rate? The pets for each holiday will always be the same every year, but you only get a shot at them once a year. For example, every Easter, upon completing the event, you have a chance to earn the Easter Brumby at a rate of 1 in 200. So, I think the question is, uh, we get to make up a, a, a pet for every event, and then which one would be your most favorite? And I guess, like, how they would come into the game, too? Because, like, no shot it would be, like, a 1 in 200 shot just for completing. There would have to be some repeatable... It's, it's got to be, like, 1 in 3. For just completing the event? Or, like, like so, for instance, after you do the Christmas event last year... So the, the, the whole event was like this, like, um, wasn't it like a snowball fight style event? Or There was a snowball fight mini game. Okay, yeah. so maybe, maybe at the end, you have to redo the snowball event and, like, win it. It's like a repeatable thing. And if you win the snowball event, you have a chance to get it. So, like, you complete the event, and then there's something about the event that is repeatable and completable. Uh, then that gives you the chance because I don't I don't know like a one in two hundred, and you only get one shot at it. That would be I mean that's like what two hundred years to go on drop rate. <laughs> it's insane, but I like this concept because it pets are amazing, and I think like just like the music tracks, it it adds some of a little bit of prestige when you do have the items or the the music tracks that go along with the events. But the crazy part is like the events always change. So they would have to come mm -hmm. up with new and exciting ways every year to get the pets again, which is not hard because there are, I, you I have think Easter completion, but you have Easter, you have, uh, Easter, Halloween and Christmas. Am I missing any other pride pride event? Birthday. The birthday Valentine's Day. Do they do do they do Valentine's Day stuff? They have in the past. But it's not every Valentine's The big three the big three are Easter, Christmas, and Halloween. Mm -hmm. I think some sort of pride pet would be cool. And frankly, the only re the only pet I want from a pride event is a frog. Oh. Uh but you can transmog it to any of the colors of the rainbow for oh, that. That would be cool. Because I, I don't like him putting chemicals in the water to turn the friggin' <laughs> the frogs, frogs gay. gay. I, he really, I really think that would be, that one would be funny as hell. If we got a little gay frog uh, for the Pride event, that'd be awesome, dude. Yeah, that's good. That's good. That would feel so, so crappy, though. Like, a one in three, you had a 33% chance this year to get the pet. Like... Yeah, like it's that. That's the problem with this question. I would want to make it almost uh, a guarantee. This mechanic sucks. Um, I think it it should be a guaranteed drop yeah. rate. Um, or have a repeatable activity that doesn't feel like ass and also has a super low drop mm -hmm. rate, like a one in five. Yeah. Um, just something to where you feel like you got it. Like, like for instance, when you do your thousand chompy kills and you complete the diary, like going back to get the chompy pet is not that big of a task. You get it fairly quickly, but it does, it's almost a guarantee, but not being a guarantee. Like the drop rate is super low. And so you could make it to where it's like a one in 10, but you still have to do the event and you have to do a repeatable thing, but it's, it's pretty much a guarantee if you spend like five minutes doing it. You know what I mean? 
So what they could do is they could add a pet. So it could be like, for instance, if they did a pet for this year's Christmas, it could be like a snowman. And then every year you get like a new hat or a new, a new something that it holds. Like it has a broomstick for the 2023 or it has um, uh, like a guitar for the 2024. So something to signify the year that you got it, but it's always the same base pet. That would be cool. I think that like just like the cosmetics, having something that signifies the year that you got it would be really neat. And so say you're like five years into having this holiday pet, then that's like five different transmogs that you can get. Or if they did if they did a snowman this year, but then next year they wanted it to be like an animated sled, then your snowman could transmog into a sled or something related to Christmas. Could be like a bouncing present or something, um, or presents on a sled, something like that. <clears throat> but yeah, no, that's that's fun. Um, what would be for Halloween? It has to be something like I like think a skeleton for for Halloween. Something spooky. I have three different ideas, all of which can be applicable to to various pets already in the mm. game. Because I don't think you should get a pet for Halloween. I think you should get a pet transmog item. Ooh. Kind of like a blood torva kit. Hear me out, right? One zombie kit, one skeletal kit, one ethereal kit, Mm -hmm. right? Picture it. You can use the undead kit on Callisto or General Grador. Pets that already don't have transmogs, right? That's one of the key things. Pets that don't have transmogs. Um, And then... Callisto, Gardor, Seracnus look, or Seracnus as a transmog, but like Callisto, Gardor look really undead. Ooh. Like body parts falling off. Like they've, they've updated pets now. So like maybe Callisto only walks with like one leg Ooh. like this. Somebody has the Vorkath pet in front of me and I'm trying to think like what could look good? Who knows? Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think an undead variant would be cool. Uh, a skeletal variant that you can apply to like Criara. Or maybe King Black Dragon. Ooh, these. Right? Have like skeletal variants of these little pets that follow you around. And then ghostly variants, right? Could you imagine? I know it already has a transmog, but could you imagine like a ghostly version of Hydra that only maybe has like one head that just sort of like, instead of walking, it just sort of like floats along wow. the ground. Yeah. Someone mentioned in the recording booth chat, like uh, Jack Skellington's ghost dog. I'm kind of picturing that kind oh, of like ethereal movement. Maybe something for Obor and Bryophyta, like undead versions of those in some regard would be super cool. But I think the ability to transmog existing pets that don't have transmogs would be really neat. Mm-hmm. And then one that might just be funny is making Vorkath perfectly healthy. <laughs> Like one that one that just makes Vorkath uh. a normal dragon, um, but yeah, I, I like the opposite of Cerberus would be another good one for the ghost because yeah. the ghost dog from Nightmare Before Christmas is really cool. So I think that could be that could be neat, or maybe just you know, yeah, I don't know, a headless Hydra. SOSD said that could be cool, but zombification, skeletification, and then skeletalization is that the word? Uh. And then. <laughs> ghostification <laughs> of various existing pets would be super cool. Yeah. Oh my god, ghostly transmog is just the ghostly disguise from the Port Phasmatis uh, ghost of the Holy Quest over your pet. over your pet. 
that would be that'd be cute as funnier hell. than shit. I would love to see if you got like a Varrock dog, yeah. and just put the robe over it, yeah. and it followed you around. Like that would be funnier than shit. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I love that. I think it would be, cool. but I, I still think it has to be guaranteed. I still right. think it just has to be give guaranteed. It, give it though. to him. Yeah, um, an actual pet for Halloween. I'm thinking like an actual pet. But then you also have the chance to use a trans. Like you could use that item on the Halloween pet, but it it is also like an Easter egg kind of thing where each and every pet has kind of a fun thing that you can interact it with. Because um, like a little uh, like a little Halloween mask or, or or even like a one of the you know how it's like a bed sheet, but it's like the ghostly bed sheet over the bloodhound pet, and just this little eyes are poking out and a little tongue is poking out. That would be cute as hell. Even like the the Cerberus pet, little puppy, any dog variant <laughs> pet, just having the sheet with the little eyes poking out. Oh my gosh, so cute, so cute. I, the problem with these fun questions is it proposes things that I want in the game that we probably won't get. <laughs> so, I mean, we've had holiday pets before. We got Eek, but that's so small. We're talking like a pet that is substantial you know and i don't know it's probably not going to happen but i really want it to happen anyway thank you it can be implemented in fun ways um i don't know what you would do for an easter pet just give me an egg that like rolls (laughs) just like like follows behind and rolls i think that about covers it i mean a little hopping bunny would be cool um I mean the 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 character that always pops up during Easter would be fun to have as a pet, more less a pet, but more of like a companion that you can summon. Um, because it's kind of weird because he's like a full blown like entity with its own consciousness. I'm not, I'm not saying the other ones aren't, but <clears throat> I see him less as a pet and more of as a companion, like a follower. But uh, yeah, guys, if you want to send us a fun question, there's many ways to do it. Uh, you can send us a postcard. We have a postcard wall. Oxy and I. Oxy is a little hard to see, but he does have it there. It's back there somewhere. Um, and if the if the postcard is meant to go to Oxy, please just send it to our PO box, and I'll forward it to him. Um, we're not going to give you his address. That's never going to happen. But you do have our uh, do we do have our PO box down in the description. Um, PO box two three seven six, Keller Texas seven six two four four is the PO box and <clears throat> I will be a good pod, uh, good podcast host. And I'm going to try and check that tomorrow because it has been at least two or three weeks since I've checked it. So it, there's likely is yeah, a I've postcard. I've not been able to get down there and check. Yeah. It, sorry. So. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Didn't, <laughs> hey, maybe next time um, there may be a postcard in there. Who knows? Uh, and uh, I will we'll may read it next week. So uh, you can send us a postcard. You can send us an email like double golden did. Um, did you send us a postcard? Did I send us a postcard? From Connecticut. No, I did not. To our P.O. box? No, I did not. I do have a postcard from Connecticut that may be uh, going to you, but you don't check your mail, so you'll never find it. Noted. <laughs> Noted. Okay. Uh, you can send okay. us an email. You can send us a DM, and hopefully we'll see it. it, it I'll, I'll say this. If you send an email or a DM... It's less likely, not less likely, there's a slight chance, there's a slight chance 
that it, it doesn't get seen or that uh, it gets buried in messages. Um, the best way to actually send is via Discord. So if you want to pop it in the XQBase chat or if you're a patron, you can use the fun question section. But a postcard is 100% guaranteed. 100%, uh, there's like 100% chance that it will be read if it's sent via postcard. Not saying you have to, but I'm just saying this guy on the wall, he's looking a little bare. So send us postcard. We'd love to see it. That's going to do it for the fun question section. Thank you so much, Double Golden. If you guys want to answer that question, obviously hit us up on Discord. XPWace chat. We'd love to hear what pet would you like to see for a holiday event? Oxy, I think it's time we, uh, we send these folks to bed. Or we send them off to work because a lot of people... I'm going to send myself to bed. You're going to go to sleep? Right, You're not going to play can do whatever you with want, me? But I... Come on. I, I'm not playing Baldur's Gate with you. I'm not, I really don't want to play the game with anyone until I finish the campaign. Oh. Right? Which I understand is kind of counterintuitive to the yeah. point of a D&D campaign. 100%. But like, I would like to be able to experience the story and know what to and not to do for next time. Right? Yeah. Because like... Is the campaign always the same? I don't know. Oh, I've, okay. not, I've not been able... I'm a side quest whore. I don't know. But, <laughs> but I'm going to go to bed and by bed i mean take a shower and play baldur's gate until wait god it's already 11 o'clock maybe not 10 45 i'm sick of these long episodes when i'm on long editing streaks folks good night enjoy your week enjoy your day we will see you guys next week check every link in the description All down below Just check you already know what you are and it, what they Just are check them you already know what they are, and if you don't, look in the description yeah. and figure them out. Love you all very dearly, but I'm very tired. So I'll <laughs> talk to you guys later. Bye, everyone. Bye. <laughs>